JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. This is Vito. Hey Dave, what's nine times three? Um, 27. What a coincidence. <laughs> it's the 27th episode oh, of 619 Bearcast today. <laughs> so we're going to start wow. it. Did we just start it? Was that it? I would have said 27 louder. It's a mathematical certainitude. I that didn't. We are, <laughs> know that. Uh, we are on episode 27 because next week is 28. Three. That's right. And last week was? 26. 26. That is correct. Select again. But how many episodes have we done? How uh, many episodes are officially on iTunes? Uh, two more than that because we have one was a two-parter and That's the other right. one was our introduction. But the introduction is actually only on our website. It is not on Well, iTunes. and we have someone complaining about our not updating our website and I will get to that in our viewer If mail. any one of our viewers would like to update our website, um, feel free to do so. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll send them our logins and they can update it for us. No, no. Or, you know, any that. of us that have a little extra time on their hands now. Oh, I have less time now and than next time on Passive Aggressive <laughs> Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would do like the pro, pro quo, like for every five minutes you work on my website, I'll work on <gasps> six oh, 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 nice <laughs> comeback. I can do it. You can do better. I can do it. Don't even make me play the yes, but so, I edited card. Anyway, it's episode twenty-seven, and I'm Brian, and I'm here uh, with, and I'm going to start with Justin because JP clearly doesn't care enough about me. <laughs> Justin's on my right. Hi, Justin. Hey, what's going on? And I'm also here with Dave. Dave. And next to me is JP. Hello. Hello. <laughs> being very hello. Yes. All right. Yes. Being very so, gay as usual. No. Whatever. And we're here <laughs> what? to do episode twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. I think we're all a little gay. That's kind of why we're here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm feeling somewhat gay. Yeah. Pretty um, <laughs> and witty. Yeah. So, Wait, I'm the other one should... not wearing cargo shorts today, though, because. Oh, it's yeah. the gay uniform. You know, it's funny you say that because yeah. I was thinking, not even the gay uniform, but just the casual <laughs> uniform. I was thinking, what happens after cargo shorts? I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> I can kind of give you a glimpse into the future. <laughs> because I've been to Coachella. Oh, no. Oh, don't really? say Dickies because they do not feel no, like giant ass You know correctly. what? Like, <laughs> remember how we were saying that nobody wears jean capri shorts? Don't. You I can't. saw so many people oh, wearing, no. they weren't jean capri shorts, but they oh, were jean no. shorts that went that were really no. tight and went down to the knee. Oh, no. Or people wearing jeans with the jeans rolled up like, below the knee. Like clam diggers? Oh. Like clam diggers. <laughs> My. Oh, clam no. I saw okay. lots of clam diggers. I will okay, say so this. then we can officially apologize to Clinton then for okay. mocking but him I and think his it's, clam diggers. It's a thin person thing. I yeah. don't know if it's right. going to translate to the bears. I have not seen it anywhere on campus. Okay. So, and if it isn't on STSU campus, then... Let's it's not hope it's not it, it was big in Germany. And at the same time at Coachella, <laughs> I saw people walking around in Speedos with fanny packs. So not everything in Coachella <laughs> not... translates to the runway. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> they, have, Thank God. they have flippers on, too. Oh, my God. It was glorious. I don't know. As long as we can bring back socks and Birkenstocks, I'll be fine. I, you uh, know what? That was um, really comfortable. I used to wear uh, Birkenstocks with socks to work. You actually. know, I started doing it. I took a business trip. But to, not in shorts. I took a business trip to Gateway's headquarters when they were in South Dakota, and it was all college kids, and that was all that they were wearing were socks and Birkenstocks. <laughs> I was like, wow, that looks really comfortable. And yeah. It was really comfortable. Hell yeah. And I wear like the big, thick, like backpacking oh, yes. socks. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's exactly what they were doing because yeah. it was cold. Yeah. It was anyway. 
Anyway, so how was your weekend? Dave? Well, I think oh, we should start with JP because he experienced the most pain. <laughs> was that That's the right. weekend? It's, it's that was the day after. after. In the week, though, it was Thursday. It was I Wednesday. Or Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? It's the day we after the recorded podcast. on Tuesday and ended on Wednesday. I don't know. I was so busy last week, but anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, Wednesday I went and got my first tattoo. Yay! Cute picture. Yeah, actually. Oh, yeah. We should have pictures in our podcast like we Stop it. You know what? JP does so much work for this podcast. I'm just saying. Even see, uh, see, uh-huh. it's true. <laughs> you don't believe okay, obviously we're a little catty anyway. tonight about the podcast. <laughs> anyway, I got the tattoo. I got it on my ankle. First tattoo. I didn't realize how much pain that is going to be because it's bone on one side, bone on the other side, bone in the front, and tendon in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go over there and Ow! just kill you. And you have to remember that <laughs> JP is only fortified by vegetables, so this is true. <laughs> there's like nothing is true. stopping. But most dirty hippies are tattooed, so that's what I don't understand. No, but they're henna tattoos, so it's just uh, painted on. Okay. <laughs> With vegetable products. With vegetable products. This is true. Yeah. Were they soy-based things? There, no, there's beef tallow in those, wasn't there? Uh, That's why your oh body, my god, you've been injected with your body's rejecting products. it. That's why you're having a bad reaction. Damn. Damn. Is there really beef tallow no, in it? Was a joke. <laughs> oh. no it's squid ink, so it comes from Mother Nature Ew. somehow. Well, as long as it's natural, right? Mother Earth, isn't that your whole thing? Buddhism? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but cows are natural. Why can't we naturally eat them? This <laughs> is true. They grow naturally, <laughs> mostly. Not those Have you ever had squid ink pasta? No. It, it looks it looks really cool because it's black pasta, and I had it at this place called Tomatoes once. Squid ink pasta, and I thought, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. No, does it have squid ink in it? It's colored with squid ink. The black I thought color of it is colored. That's what got that guy ink. kicked off Top Chef. So. Is it squid yeah, ink poison? Yeah, no. those black noodles. No. Poison, I tell you. No, squid ink. It was um, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of disgusting. It's very very fishy tasting. Blurk. And we know how so. gay men feel about fishy tasting. Yeah, minced. <laughs> Not so much into it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Although according to people, it's actually fishy smelling anyway, and chicken tasting. How about back to your tattoo? tattoo? So you so, got your tattoo. And you yeah. the, rest, the, the seven days that have passed since. Yeah, pretty about much. It, about it. Pretty much. Um, and where did you get your tattoo? Let's give a plug where plugs are deserved. I got my cool. tattoo oh. at Propaganda Tattoo. They just opened a spot up in uh, La Mesa um, by Travis. All the way out west, all the way out in East County, yeah. not in the East County, the college area. Yeah. College area, and it was oh, actually it was very. That cool. was a joke. I that was a, yeah. that was a joke for you. <laughs> I know. I missed. I missed it too. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, I saw it actually. We drove by it last night actually, and yeah. uh, somebody pointed it out. Yeah, yeah. it was really and, cool. It was it, the yeah. shop. I have to say, it wasn't what I was expecting. No, because I've gone into some tattoo shops, and it's kind of you know they have like like the rock playing, and they're kind of it's kind of dark and you know mm. whatever. CD. This one was the, yeah CD. This one was very <laughs> bright. Clean and they're they're playing the Bee Gees when we first watched I know, it. We're which is like, crazy. We're like we're like sitting there going, what the heck? You know, well, I mean, like, but granted, I mean, it is brand new. But there's like there's like four booths on either side, and the sides come up to I don't know, probably like right about you know just below, right under your chest. Yeah, right yeah. under my chest. So I mean, they're up high enough, but it's a big open place, and there's paintings all, all over the place, and it's very clean. It was the second day they were open, but oh. um, it was very cool because I'm there, and <laughs> Justin stops over. And then uh, Vito came over, and Chuck came over, and Mike, Mike Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie came over. God, it would have been a nervous wreck having an audience. No, you know what? Actually, no, it helped him out a lot. It helped a lot, because there was really? so much pain on the tendon. I'm like, oh, oh It was funny. God. I'd be, was I'd be really talking nice. to JP, because you know, he, 
he'd draw a line and then kind of stop and then, look, look, you know, wipe it and look at stuff. And JP is looking at me. And as soon as the started to get go on his skin, JP would just go, I am da, da. Just like start talking to me. Just his eyes would get real big and he'd just, ah. I really do have a pretty high tolerance for pain. I mean, when I had my wisdom teeth pulled out, mm. I had a dry socket on my bottom right. And, you know, you could look inside my mouth and see the jaw bone. <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was very, it was like, I mean, it was painful, mm. but you know, I had him take care of it. And okay. so I do have a high tolerance for pain in this. Mm. Fucking hurt. So you have a dry socket, huh? So the, <laughs> the design, you designed it yourself? Um, or were you somewhat. inspired by something? I, I saw a design online and I had been trying, you know, as I said before in the podcast, I mean, I've been trying to come up with one for about 20 years and I saw this and I'm like, God, I really, really like this. Mm-hmm. And um, so then, yeah, you know, I took it to Travis and, you know, we talked about it. And so he pretty much... Um, finished up the design. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You did a nice job. Yeah. So, and you'll be able to thoroughly enjoy it once it's healed. I can speak from experience. Yes. yes. <laughs> in the meantime, it's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Because especially JP, because you uh, know how he loves his hot tubbing. He's a big tubbing. baby, yeah. <laughs> hot I know. Hot That's tub. right. Because I, I can't go into a hot tub or a swimming pool uh, for a couple weeks still. So, yeah. Wow. That goes my sex life. What a shame. What? <laughs> it's like, why? Because things are bigger underwater? Is that what it is? I no, mean, that, oh! Like, no, but I don't understand. Why does it have to be in a hot tub? Because that's the only time he gets laid. Because we know about oh. his proficiency oh. for water sports. Oh, <laughs> Lord. No. Well, I mean, sports. Hey, I mean, you're the on. one with the yellow hold microphone. I mean, sports in the water. May I remind you? I think I just lost time. New Year's? Oh, right. Jesus. Henry's birthday party. Henry's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Nick and Rob's. Nick and Rob's. Yeah. Remember? So, so it, well, there, there seems to be this. this in 2009, he's free ahead of me water. as far as pool action goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it kills a lot of germs, too, so it works out well. <laughs> Um, Aren't so, there like little microbes that live in uh, hot tubs that swim up your pee hole if you're having sex? Oh, don't start with that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, they look like sea monkeys. It's like those little fish. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like sea monkeys. That whole, <laughs> that whole bed bugs thing on the news uh, is still grossing me out. Yeah. Now, let's see. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that because we're going to stay in a hotel this weekend and it's cute. God, me. you're going to be those looking. Things that are living in your eyebrows. Well, yeah. Just, and just pull up the like, sheets oh, and look at the mattress and you can tell. Yeah. If there's little black dots on the mattress, it's, then you know there, there's bed bugs or, in the mattress. Or little blood spots. It's bed bug poop. Well, yeah, the black dots is blood poop. And if you see it, leave it, leave, leave the room because you don't want them to get into your bag. Because if they get yeah, in your bag, yeah. then you bring them home. That's what people yeah. end up doing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it's like a freaking. Brian's just like, I don't want to hear it. They I know. I told I you that. I told you that. Told me. Terrified. Me. Me. Terrified. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I will not. I will not sleep naked or they, in the hotel or they again. Don't, they ever. don't like light. But it doesn't seem like it's going to matter if you slept clothed or naked. They're still going to get you. They're still going to get you on your stuff. They're I'm going gonna... to be in a bubble. I just. I'm going to cover myself in a human condom. <laughs> they don't like light. Hamster. So just leave all the lights. God. They don't like uh, lights. Oh lord. Oh, oh that's true. You could leave the lights on. I'm that's telling great. Henry we're leaving the lights on. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but check the mattress too. Just check the mattress because that's where. When when they came, because okay, just in case everybody doesn't know, my upstairs neighbor had them. Oh, you were like saying. just a couple oh, weeks yeah, yeah. ago. So you have bed bugs. I in don't your building? have bed bugs. How do you know the, though? Well, well, you said they once they get into the walls, well, you can't ever get yeah, but they, they, they also stay usually within one room. They don't spread very much. But they tell you don't let the bed bugs bite before right, you sleep, right. and you're fine. Exactly. Yeah. So no. anyway, so they had the I'm pest. All itchy. So the pest control. So the pest control guy came. They actually went. Um, apartment by apartment, and they actually had to search our beds and stuff, which was really weird. Like with all the a, DNA on your bed, I mean, what is that? I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Did you get to have like was, an hour of prep there was time no, before there was they no, came like, over? Black light. I had to, thank oh. God. 
I was trying to hide stuff. I'm like, I'm You're like you just threw all the lube and the porn into the corner. The <laughs> <laughs> you, don't you don't know these guys. Okay. They turned a black light on. It's so embarrassing to me. Cute, they get off on it. You know, you know, as long as you washed everything off before yeah. you, you know, yeah, if it still has DNA on it, then it's kind of gross. No, so I just, I just, I left the splash marks on the wall and mm. stuff. But no, they. Uh, yeah. I meant like any like tools or you know helpful products. That you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But no, but you know, but we had to strip the bed basically, and then they looked at the mattress, and that's what they told us they're looking for was like dead carcasses of the bugs. Um, and, their, and their blood, and blood and, and your own blood spots. Because yeah. after, because after they, after yeah. they, uh, they bite you. After they bite you, you still bleed a little yeah. bit. So there would be blood that soaked through Ugh. onto the mattress and stuff. There will be blood. It might be yours. So there's that a tip: when you go so to a hotel room, lift up the corner of the fucking you know, disgusting. Lift, lift off the half of it or whatever, Ooh, and just check the mattress and stuff and Ugh. see if there's bed bug. Residue. All right, poop. the end. We're talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get from your tattoo? I know. Like, it's it's, it's the night. whole it's needle and blood thing. I guess I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> that was it. That was pretty much it. I mean, I, I I couldn't go out and do a whole lot over the weekend. Oh, cause... and just for the record, I did not have bed bugs. Nice. Just saying. Okay. Great. Right. Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not going to your That's house it. anymore. <laughs> 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 They're burrowing down through your ceiling, like down through the carpet right now. <laughs> You drop all in your head. Drop on me. Another piece of pizza. Click. That would be fun to fuck with people, though. My neighbor upstairs had bed bugs, and then you like throw things at them. Get like the fishing line just tight in the hallway. So when you walk through, it just like a little piece of. Or you just look at that evil. Get a piece of like pimento, like warm it in the microwave, and just kind of like drop it on your. I know. I wonder what they feel like when they drop on your head. Like if you even feel it. Well, you're asleep. Is it like a so rustling? Like, you're asleep. So it's like a frog falling into a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. What they crawl up your nose or in your ear? <laughs> no, it's, yeah. I, usually legs. I believe they, they like they, it's legs, they like the feet, arm area, like, and, yeah. like your arm Ugh. and your chest. Blarmy. Okay. Yeah, I'm all itchy now. So now, okay. <laughs> no, it's your non-bed buggy weekend. Uh, yeah, that, no, that's it. That's my weekend. You just hang out. And I got that. a tattoo. I mean, yeah. it's pretty awesome. I um we actually Friday night watched Slumdog Millionaire, which I had not seen, but it was a very interesting premise, and I think it was I think it was a really good movie. Picture of the year, I don't know, I don't, I really don't know. It's kind of all about marketing these days, it seems. I guess, I guess. I mean, it had a lot of momentum going yeah. into the Oscars, and I thought it was an interesting premise for anybody who doesn't know. I the haven't premise. seen it. I don't know it. You I haven't, haven't seen it. Well, so. I mean, it's in my Netflix queue. Oh well, I can <laughs> tell you simply the premise of it because everybody knows he's on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and they think he cheated. And essentially, the movie goes through and goes through it splits screen, screens of the past, current, and him on the show, showing how he knew the answers to the question the through his bugs. life, different answers from oh. his life, through his life experiences. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, it was. It's very cool the way it's done. I didn't um, know that. That was a, oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So it's really, it's really interesting the way it's done. Well, and, you heard about uh, the little Indian girl that was in it too. Yes, and <laughs> she was um, being sold or whatever. Yeah, her and, dad was uh, trying to sell her. Trying to sell her for two for two thousand pounds or something. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, and uh, he couldn't. And then you see the two women fighting on the news. That was pretty funny. They're like in their saris, and they can barely <laughs> no. kick each other. And one's like lamb on this thing. It's great. Oh you got to look that up on the news. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did that Saturday. Um, I actually drove up to L.A. A friend of mine um, is a playwright, Larry, and he wrote a play. It's called The Prodigal Father, which was, I think it runs just through this week. So by the time the podcast comes out, it'll probably be over. Um, yeah, but, I saw those pictures on your uh, on your Flickr. Yeah, screen. I went with um, uh, with E and with Billy Br- Billy um, Brooks. Um, we went to Grub for dinner first, which is really good. Potato chip encrusted chicken. Um, Who's E? 
Uh, e. It's a friend of mine who lives up there. His name is um, E. His name is Amol, but it's E. It's like easier. Amol nitrate. Yeah, anal. Exactly. No, it's, it's not anal nitrate. E. It's Amol. It's E M Y L. Is it really A M Y L? Do you really think it was called A N A L nitrate? No, I thought it was A N A L or A N Y L or A M as a Mary. It's not E M. I thought it was A M. Regardless, so it's named after poppers. We went to a place called we went to a place called Grub to eat, and it was really good. Apparently, a former Top Chef. Um, Chef Testant is the owner of this restaurant. Some girl from the second season. Hmm. Oh, cool. Okay. I have no idea. Um, and uh, had like potato chip encrusted chicken. They had cream style corn um, with uh, some kind of, I forget what kind of cheese and bacon. Like it was spicy cream style corn with cheese and bacon in it. So good. I like their stuff. One of the desserts was hmm. chocolate chip cookies with potato chips in it. And, well, so you and had like some like weird like, chocolate. Why don't you just call it potato chip? Well, the other thing is, well, no, no, just because everything I had had potato chip in it, but it didn't. But they had the other thing was, and I hadn't had, ever had this before, but everybody seemed to think it was common. Everybody's mothers had made it for them. Essentially a grilled cheese sandwich, but instead of cheese, chocolate in it. Ooh. It's actually really good. With so, the buttered bread, it's like buttery but there's no and cheese. salty. No, there's no cheese. It's okay. just chocolate. So it's a chocolate, sa- a grilled chocolate sandwich. Yeah. That seems really And wrong. it just seems Gross. actually good. The salty and the buttery and the yeah. and the, the hot chocolate sure, in the middle or whatever. Yeah, oh, that sounds really good. It was really good. And they had like whipped cream mm. and blanched almonds mm. on the top or whatever. You'd have to, I'd have to try it. I was a total skeptic and it was delicious. It was really, really good. The salty, buttery part and the chocolate together yeah. was just really. Just don't like the salt and the directions we're going yeah. in as a culture. Well, we'll make one. I'll make <laughs> well, that's the whole idea of the place. It's like comfort food and um, stuff. And apparently the breakfast and the brunch is really good. But Grub, I would suggest it. We went to see the play again, which is called The Prodigal Father, which I I think it'll probably be over by the time this goes out because I think it's only playing through this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing was that afterwards we went to Fault Line and it was fur trade there, so it was it was crowded and it was friendly. And uh, the funny thing <laughs> about that was, and Charlie from the Eagle and his boyfriend showed up at the Fault Line. They were hanging out. <laughs> Could you not hit that JP? It's really uh, distracting. it's really loud and distracting. <laughs> Shut up, the, f- <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was they had these go-go guys there, and a couple of them were really hot and. All of them, there's like three or four different guys. All of them, when they got down, they were literally close to five feet tall, maybe five one or five two. Like, <laughs> like once really, they got off the box, you're like, right? Uh, they whoa. were really, really tiny. Like two of them are like going through the crowd together, and it's like, oh my god, and I'm not a tall guy, and these guys were tiny. I don't know where they got them. Okay, so uh, just a quick interruption. Did you see that there's this the as like last week? There's this guy who went into a Chinese hospital. He's Chinese to get like some kind of surgery or something done. Um, and he is now on record as the not only the tallest man living, he's like eight foot four inches or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely gigantic. Mm-hmm. And I see the picture of him, and he's standing there in the in the hospital room with his arms out like this. And on either side, on the left, on his left is a doctor, and on his right is the nurse. And I'm looking at her, mm-hmm. and she her head is at his waist. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, of course, my dirty mind, mind just kind of went along with that. I'm like, well, that'd be really you know, mm. easy for him. But I just wonder how big it Well, I mean, if it matches everything, you know, because... Big shoes, big gloves. I'm um, just saying. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. So yeah. tallest big guy. man, eight foot something. Biggest yeah. Chinese penis. But these were micro, <laughs> micro, micro go-go guys at the fault line. It was it was awesome. It was a nice time. And then my pocket, allergy, pocket go-go's. Pocket go-go's. They were so <laughs> It was like <laughs> travel well. edition gay. You know what I mean? So you could play with them. You could play with them in the back seat. <laughs> travel you know, edition. Oh, it's connect four. Look well, diagonal. Those short guys have to get attention somehow. Well, let me tell hey, you. Hey, that's they were hey, look at me. I'll hey, take, look at me. I know. I'll take two. They're small. Um, but I had a. You know, it's it's weird. Because I like, I like short guys and I like tall guys, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it works big, out that way. But don't, <laughs> don't, like, don't like guys my height though. Like if they're my height, um, yeah. I think a guy it. would. I, any guy I was dating has to be a little taller than me at least. I yeah. dated a guy who was four foot eight, and I was six. No, I'm six two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be with the guy. I do want to be with the guy. I don't want to be with the guy who's taller than me. I don't like that. It's disconcerting. No, it does mm-hmm. make me feel a little nervous sometimes. It's like, wow. Taller. Yeah. See, yeah. I like taller. I'm used to being the tall guy. So. Yeah, but then when I'm crying after sex, it's easier to put my head in his chest if I'm shorter. Uh, anyway, I'm um, kidding. It's jokes. I like to cut so. my chest. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love you so much. I'm not leaving here without one of them babies. Um, all right. And the other thing we did. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? In a long time. I've seen it. It's just been a long time. Oh my god! You gotta get a good tap. You gotta get a good tap. What's your your name? It's kind of a funny name for a girl. Short for Edwina. Turn to the right. (laughs) Uh, But um, anyway. So last night we took a little. I was gonna say road trip, but I didn't realize how close it was. It's eleven Son, miles you away. You got a pantyhose on your head. You got a panty on your head. Okay. And back to me. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, we went. We took a little road trip. It's only eleven miles away to the brand new Sonic. Apparently, oh, there God. were Sonics in San Diego before, and they all closed down. And now apparently they're coming back big time. Um, there's supposed to be something like I heard five. Someone else told me seven. I heard popping nine up in, in San, San Diego, Diego County. County. The so next one's coming in Vista. The big question is why do they close down the first one? You know I don't know. Rabies, dirty hippies, <laughs> rabies. Um, but uh, it's good. It's just a, it's good because it's a different variety. And it just it was just it's just a lot of fun to hang out in someone else's car and eat and just. <laughs> oh, it's it's only drive-in. It's well, they have a couple of tables, and you can do drive-through, or you can do drive-in, or you can walk up and order. You know, but you're gonna wait in a line if you walk up and order. And it took us 45 minutes, about 45, maybe 50 minutes from the time we got in line till we got our food. But it really wasn't so bad. We got in the car line, which was outside, to wait to get in. We were in that line for about 20 minutes. Then, and when they let you in, you move over to your thing. Once we figured out what we wanted and finally pushed the button after about 15 minutes. Um, a few minutes later, they you know they came on. They take your order right from the car. You pay with a credit card in the car and everything. And um, then they, they brought the food about I don't know ten or fifteen minutes later. And their car hops are on roller skates and stuff. Oh great! Not all of them are in, in not all the Sonics, but that one they are. That's so. Cool. What yeah. what was this about? It was like either you or Bryson said they have like 111 flavors yeah. of it drinks is or something. One hundred sixty eight thousand eight hundred ninety four different possible drink combinations. They I, have all kinds of different flavors, and you I can put multiple flavors in each thing. No, if you apparently if you do the math out, um, you can you can get to that. Um, but they have all these flavors, and you can do all different kinds of combos of soft drinks and fruit juices, or different fruit juices, or you know all this crazy stuff. And uh, it's everything from like blue coconut to kiwi and strawberry and cherry and. Um, the you know the base is like a limeade or whatever. I had a cherry limeade and it was really good. And it really has like pieces of lime in it and stuff like that. And um, do do really people good. generally behave themselves getting in and out and that kind of thing? Like there was wasn't anybody like usurping the line or no? They were controlling it from the outside because just because they're so crowded, it'll come, they'll come a time where it isn't like that. You'll be able to pull in, you'll be able to yeah. pull right up to a stall. Um, but right now um, they're so busy well, since it's the it just only opened. One here, yeah. So yeah. And, and, and nobody and, was being a and dick. It's a anybody, yeah. No, yeah. because um, the either they're staging two different lines outside. One, if you wanted to go into the drive-through, in other words, drive-through, get your food and leave. Another one, if you wanted to stall. So we got in the stall line, and uh, no, they're they're out there kind of like wave, they were they were waving the drive. They even give you a menu to read in the car while you're waiting, so you can kind of figure nice. out what you want and stuff. And it's just different because they have different things because yeah, they have like they have like tater tots. And stuff, they have like right? tater yeah. tots, and you get tater tots with chili and cheese, chili and cheese hot dogs. They have like regular burgers. They have burgers on toast. They have um, corn dogs. They have uh, this. 
um, 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 Chuck got some of this Frito wrap thing. Oh, Frito, Frito chili wrap. Oh, the Frito chili, chili wrap. Fritos yeah. and chili in a uh, tortilla or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. It looks healthy. It isn't, though. Amazing. But uh, <laughs> Actually, it kind, of, it kind of does. They have these <laughs> um, cheddar peppers, which are like cheddar poppers. They have uh, oh, yeah. I, I have mozzarella sticks. They were really good. And everything's just everything's good. And it's just a real variety of stuff. Well, I'm ready to go. I mean, and, um, the reason I wasn't excited okay. about them was because, like I was saying, they had one and the whole time I was growing up in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. There was one like two miles away from my mm-hmm. house. Yeah. And we never really rent to it a lot, and yeah. it was never really a big deal. And yeah. now, it's, like everybody's puppies and kittens here. And I it's think like, it's, just, <laughs> it's different because of the variety, because they have a more a bigger variety. The other cool like thing, Jack too in is, the Box doesn't have variety. Not the same. I mean, you can't get a corn dog or a chili dog at Jack in the Box. You can't true. get a, you know. I mean, God knows how important corn dogs and chili chi- dogs are. No, I, I this is Dave. This is Dave. I would tell you It's really cheap. Uh, too. Um, I, I didn't want to tell you how much we all ate. I mean, right. it was like oh, I know. I got my hair cut by Chuck today, and he was still sort of recovering. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that was that was his joke tonight. He sent a message and said, "Oh, do you want to go? You want to go Sonic again tonight?" And I'm like, uh, "I'm like, well, I don't want to get I don't want to get sick of it." So but what you um, should do is you should get high. So you have the munchies, <laughs> then go, and then just have to be really, to really go for it. Yeah. Like, well, this was by the time I got everybody together and got down there and everything. Then you probably um, could. Come we up had with... multiple courses. That's what I heard. Sorry. Um. Well, no. Well, we had to, then we had the dessert. We had dessert afterwards. We had. That's blitz. what I'm saying. That you kept hitting the button and like. They had Sundays and <laughs> they had Sundays and because Chuck's like yeah because they didn't know that it was like somebody new. They I mean for all they knew that it was somebody as a new car right. and it was just us buzzing the button it's a, again. It's a box that takes your order, right? <laughs> You're all e- exactly. <laughs> well, that was the thing too. And the, the funny thing is they were ordering. So like Chuck places his order and then Bryson yells over his order. So like ordering it all together and Bryson Chuck hears Bryson ordering cheddar poppers and goes and uh, so then Chuck chimes and goes oh make that too you know it's a, it's. <laughs> Like, you know, so everybody kept adding things on, and it, it was a mess. I don't even tell you how much I ate, but it was really good. And um, I at least get like a burger and a corn dog and some cheese sticks and some a Frito chili wrap and some um, the fuzz puppy <laughs> things or whatever. Okay, I had I had a large size um, meal, so it was a large size tater tots. I had um, mozzarella sticks, although I gave one to Rob, so I guess I only had four of those. I had a corn dog, which are pretty small. They're not really big corn dogs. <laughs> nice I, try. <laughs> I had a, they are, and I had a um, um, this this chicken club thing, which is like chicken on like grilled Texas toast and cheese and bacon. Oh, so they had the Texas toast there. I remember yes, right they there. do. Yeah. Uh, What's for, Texas toast? It's just thick sliced toast bread that oh, they have. Okay. They serve like the burgers cheesy on. buttery toast. Yeah, yeah. that they uh, serve the the, bur- the bur- yeah. they have a burger for on it and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and I had a big um, cherry lime made. Had a large cherry. I was going to say you have to have a cherry lime. Yeah, and then I had an M M&M, and M. Um, they have a certain name, but it's like their version of a blizzard for dessert. Having all that. Well, I only get the well. That's the thing too. I said because they were going to get the dessert, and I was like, okay, you know, there's like regular or large. I'm like, well, I wonder how big a regular is. And she goes, well, regular is 14 ounces. I'm like, 14 ounces of blizzard. I'm like, and Chuck's like, well, don't get the big one because the big one's only like 20. I'm like, 20 is like the size of a decent sized soda cup full of ice cream. I'm like, I can't eat all that. So I got the small one and I was the regular one and I was, you know, packed with that. But they had Sundays. <laughs> but the cool thing too, the other cool thing, and I'll, I'll stop talking about it, stop gushing about it. But while after yeah, we ordered, but before 20. before our food came, yeah, can you imagine drinking a cup that big full of full of ice cream and it's like a venti Starbucks after eating a hamburger four (laughs) mozzarella sticks like 40 tater tots so that's where you draw your line (laughs) (laughs) six ounces I'm only going to have this it's a very I was the only one in the car who had gone to the gym that day it's all I had to say but um, but the the other cool thing was is while after we had ordered but before our food came a girl came by in roller skates with this like would be like a cigarette or candy tray in front of her offering you sauces and stuff for when your food came oh how cute ketchup barbecue ranch 
ranch. Like she had all her stuff like in this little tray on That's the front cool. of her. So I thought that cute. was really neat. It's all stuff to keep you distracted to make you not realize the weight is. So is it all like clean and shined up? Little teenagers uh, oh, working, working there. there? Yeah. They they are pretty clean yeah. and uh, like and going to In and Out. They're all yeah. just like sparkly. sparkly yeah, clean. that's the way they were. It's like it's, it's like, like I'm a just super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, were there Jesus sayings on the bottom of any right, of the wrappers? Yeah. No, 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 no. Hi, Brad. Hi, I'm Brad. Frosty beverage. Now, no what would Brad. happen, no Dave, if you found out that In and Out, or I'm sorry, that what is it called again? Sonic. Sonic. That Sonic contributed greatly. To uh, Proposition Eight, don't passing. care. I do not care. You're like, you oh, I will sell my soul. Yeah, for I will. I will leave this house and get some little debbies tops. right now yeah. to prove that I don't care about right. any other religious motives of okay. any. Speaking of that, or, uh, um, you guys, did you hear about the Rockstar thing? Rockstar, Rockstar energy drink. <laughs> oh no! Um, oh, him and his son were being interviewed about something, and they brought up um, who? gay the, people. The guy they, who owns no, they, they asked him a question. What's like? What's something that disgusts you, or something like that? And he totally Faggots. went off on this <laughs> gay rant. Yeah, went off on this. Uh, guy, two men kissing make me sick to my stomach. Like the guy and two who, women make me vomit, and like just all this. Like stuff. the guy who invented, or a company the, the officer, guy, the guy that owns it, him and his oh. son. That, that, I'd rather have him say it. I'd rather have him well, say how he feels than hide it. Look exactly. At, look at our own. But I'm just saying, there's a boycott. Well, so look. anyway, oh, um, nice. I, don't, I don't drink anyway. I drink Monster. Well, look at, look <laughs> at this Miss. Uh, well, actually, it's funny because they sell uh, Rockstar at um, the at the whole the Miss America. At uh, the look at Miss America or they Miss America yeah. in we call it first Second round. Place. I have something very Miss California. You know what? So you know what though? I, I have to say, yeah, I have to say, I don't care. What, what she said because she was just expressing her opinion mm-hmm. on what she was asked. Yeah. And that is her right. She, well, right. That's her opinion. It's true. I mean, Honestly, that's... I think the, the question was kind of unfair. Right. Well, why would anybody um, care what she said? Well, no. Other than the judge. She's a half Do you see those earrings? They're ridiculous. They're awful. <laughs> I mean, no, they no. look like they were made of, of poster Why board. do you object to the question? Well, because of who asked it to. That Perez Hilton. For one thing, Hilton. what is he doing judging the Miss USA concert? What is anybody doing? He was a celebrity guest judge. He wasn't. Dude, a I don't get it. Guest. But not only that, the whole that's thing a, is ridiculous. But it's a really loaded question, and I honestly yeah. think he okay. asked it to get himself in the news. Duh. And it affected it's Perez Hilton. <laughs> no, no, no I know. Specs. But it, I think it might have affected her or her chances, and I don't think that was necessarily yes, fair nah. to her. I don't like her answer. There are many ways you could have answered that question. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to just say, "I don't." Just, because the, the minute she said it was the way I, ra- I was raised, then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that completely discounts you because you don't have your own opinions. Well, that and what did she right. say? Um, not, what to, uh, not, to, not to offend anyone or something like that. What did she say? Don't take offense. But it's like, you know, that's, yeah. you can't so you do that. Do that. that. If she would have just said, you know, I am a person with very strong religious convictions yeah. and I really do strongly believe in civil unions, but I just don't think that marriage should be between two people the but same But she didn't sex. say anything about civil unions. And, and no, she, she came back. Well, exactly, because there's a right way to answer that question and the wrong way. And she said it the wrong way. Way she said it like a bigoted OC mm-hmm. fucking housewife, yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's how she came across. Yeah, except she's from San Diego. Well, yeah, no, she's not. Okay. Yes, yes. She is. I thought it was in Escondido no, or something. San Diego. San Diego. But we oh. all know, dude. California is full of a lot of people that feel yep. that way. No, that's true. But what I thought was that's interesting true. was I was listening to this on um, Howard Stern. They played the clips and stuff, mm-hmm. and after she. Um, uh, gave her answer, people really cheered and really backed her up in yeah. the audience. And of course, you know, somebody pointed that out on Howard Stern. They're like, yeah, but listen to how she's supported. And Howard and Robin are like, yeah, but who goes to freaking beauty contests? Mm-hmm. A bunch of idiots. Yeah. You know, so of course they're going to be, you know, and clapping and support because they're all idiots. But there are right. also some booze too. There are also a lot of booze. Right. But the cheers very, very much outweighed yeah. the booze. Well, 
It's hard to boo loud. You can cheer a lot louder than you can well, boo. That, I'm just saying. Nice try, JP. Saying. But you know, I heard that clip. It was it was lots and lots of cheers. Cheer. Well, with all the political power she she wields, right? And but you know what though? That's like, that's you know, thing, though. Who is she? I'm just because she did a really good job of keeping it in the public eye. Yeah. So now there's still discussion. There's still debate. Mm. That's true. That's true. But one of the things that uh, in an article I was reading about it is that the days of asking questions where the where the contestants can answer with either because I like kittens or because I want world peace are over because mm. all of the questions that were asked of all the all of the um, contestants were politically loaded mm. so it's no, not like she was just was asked, like how did you get there tonight because okay. they were talking about that on our certain too because yeah. they were saying like some people got there was real a van that brought us over from the Ramada yeah. was that her answer because <laughs> like, well, the really good one they played on Howard's turn I don't remember which woman got this but it was so hilarious because I guess it was Keenan Ivory Wade which again the whole thing about like press <laughs> celebrity and, judges and, and the questions person. it's like they're on there because yeah. they're either trying to gain, you know, power within the celebrity world or whatever, mm-hmm. or they, they're trying to recapture what they had. They <laughs> Why else stupid. would you sell your soul and be on that fucking stupid show to begin right. with? Or they had nothing to do on Sunday. Yeah. Right? So he's on there and he gets this gal and he asks the question he asked her is, um, do you think that uh, by uh, right as a citizen that you should have health care provided to you by the government? And her answer, it was the most amazing answer. Because she goes, (laughs) she's like, honestly, I really think this comes down as an issue of integrity. It's about integrity. Because they're on both sides of the political spectrum. You can either be, you know, to the right or to the left. But when it comes down to it, this is about integrity. And I, you know, and I believe very firmly and very responsibly that this is an issue of integrity. What? And I believe that was sincerity. And that was all she said. And then she walked off the stage. In other words, she, she, said, she said nothing. In other words, she said absolutely nothing. Right. Because what it, having health care provided you by the country, by our, by our, by our government, <laughs> is an issue of integrity? Uh. In other words, she was told if you get into a stick, a, sti- a, a stick, a sticky spot, and you don't know how to answer the question, right. just use this. Oh, Mis- misdirect. Yeah. And go away. <laughs> Did she get applause for that? Or? Well, because they're just like, I mean, what else do you do? You just yeah. kind of go, okay, well, thank you, you know? Well, at least, <laughs> at least you didn't ramble on stage. about oh. such as in South America, such as with maps. Oh, yeah, well, where like, we don't have any maps, as, and that's why we don't know where, where we are, <laughs> and such as. Yes. And so, education. I mean, I, I didn't even know the contest still existed until I heard it until yeah. they were talking about it. Well, this isn't Miss America. This is Miss USA. Who gives a fuck? There's it's a different contest. This it's, is, it's is this Donald the one that Trump's. Donald Trump owns? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the one that It's the goes, biggest, most luxurious. So whoever wins this then goes to the Miss Universe. Miss it's Universe. the biggest, most okay. luxurious beauty pageant that there ever was. Yeah, except Miss America is the older one. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Anyway. anyway. All right. Whatever. So. Bad taste in my mouth. How about your weekend, right, Justin? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> uh, well, my weekend, I, I really didn't do a whole lot. I just kind of chilled out. Um, what? I didn't. I didn't. Well, we Saturday, hung Saturday, out. We did, hung you, out. Did, you lay on the, did you lay on the couch and watch I, I, episodes I not, of Buffy the Vampire? I did not. Um, it was I a actually, beautiful sunny morning. I, I got out Saturday. I actually went and grabbed um, a cup of Pete's coffee on Saturday morning. And then um, it was nice out. So I, just, I walked around Balboa Park for like a few hours and just kind of... Walked around and stuff. Um, and the sunlight didn't burn. It did. Oh, it, it made me. Did you have your little scream. goth umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I had a blanket like Spike. Oh my god! Running around. That's true. Um, <laughs> god, <laughs> Brian. Sorry. Anyway, so um, yeah, that was basically all I did. Well, Sunday I did laundry and just mm-hmm. kind of. This is a good. This will be a good weekend stuff, coming so. up to just lay around and do nothing because apparently it's even supposed to rain and stuff here. It's gonna be really, really cloudy and creepy, crappy this weekend. We saw. Terror Planet. Planet Terror. Planet Terror. Kind of always get that backwards. Planet Terror 
freaking awesome movie. I <laughs> love it. Clip so from, cheesy, uh, so amazingly. The piece just, from uh, that's from Grindhouse, right? Yeah, oh, the Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Yeah. Oh, I had the full never version. Seen it, yeah. So. Oh, it was really good. We that watched it. Was really good. We watched also about ten minutes of Blood Rain two before like. The wall started to melt because I was just my brain could not handle it, so we had what to turn that? that shit off. You have a fever from the bed bugs. It was it, Blood Rain was this video game that came out, and they based a movie on it. We watched the first one, which was tolerable until the end, where <laughs> they until the super end, and then out. it super cheesed out. And it's then, directed by Uwe Boll, who is just this horrible director. Oh my but, god, he's hideous. And then the second one was just absolutely oh horrid. My god. It was. It was. Because the, the first one kind of takes place in like the uh, Middle Ages, like the Middle Ages, yeah. And then the second one takes place in like the Wild West, and it was just so cliche. I don't oh even so my god! Oh, it's kind of like Back to the it's, Future. It's vampires. Yes. They're vampires. <laughs> oh. it's vampire so movie. so like she's she's half vampire, half human, and she's trying to kill the vampires. Blah blah. It's, yeah. it's a female version it of Blade. Highly original. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so um, but there's like this whole like, Every... society and all this stuff. Anyway, yada yada. So, but the second one was just atrocious. <laughs> and every, every freaking cliche, like within five seconds. I mean, the, it, the, the movie comes up and then you see these, you know, those plane in front of you, the grass and the mountains, and you hear the harmonica and the guitar going, you know, it's just, <laughs> it was just totally like every... super cheesy, typical, really bad Western music. And, and, and yeah, oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was so bad. <laughs> and this guy thinks he's just like the bee's knees of directors. And he will challenge people who have who have said that he's really not a good director. He challenges them to a boxing match. That's how he says, I'm a really good director. I can beat you in boxing. <laughs> I right. can beat you at boxing. Who the hell is well, it? What's his name? Uva Uva Mickey Rourke? Uva Boll. I think you have no one to blame but yourself. For that. No, well, that's no. why I stopped it. I, yeah, I actually, it I actually was doing other stuff <laughs> while he was continuing to watch <laughs> it, and then finally he was like, "Okay, turn this off." And I was <laughs> like, "All right." The walls are going. Uh, is my brain and then we watched, to escape? And then we finally watched, and then that's when we turned on Planet Terror, and that was pretty. That was awesome. No, that was all before. So you need cleansing, like with Miss Congeniality. No, that's why something. we turned on Planet Terror was because we stopped watching Blood Rain. Well, what did we watch before the night before? We watched two movies that weekend. No. Anyway, I'm sure this is really entertaining. Anyway, no. <laughs> How about your weekend, it Brian? It sounds like a great time. Wow. I should have stayed in San Diego and hang out oh, with man. you guys. That beats the shit out of my... Shut up. I was expecting, <laughs> I was expecting you to get up and get a drink. Well. That, no. I know. That was... Yeah. I need to get a drink. I'll be like... Um, Nothing. Are you I okay? just almost said something for this. Uh, um, well, my weekend really well. Since I'm unemployed, I really my weekend is Tuesday through Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no Monday. Oh, because you're working Monday. Right, I'm working Monday. Yeah, Dave, I do work. I forgot. On Wednesday, uh, John and I went to Disneyland, and you know, there was something a little off that day. I have to say, well, one, I left my uh, my lanyard in the car. So I was not lanyarding. Son of a I wasn't bitch. flagging geek the whole day, <laughs> and so that felt a little off. But then, um, like we got on, the, we got in line for Thunder Mountain, and as we were standing at the gate about to get in the train, we noticed this guy has like one of those long claw things, you know, the you know those grabber right. things, mm-hmm. and he reaches down between the tracks and he takes the grabber and he pulls up a bolt, and he's like, "This is a bolt." 
And, and we're like, oh, oh. wow. And I, you know, I jokingly oh, said yeah. to John, well, I hope that's nothing important. <laughs> and oh, then the no. train pulls up and we get in. And right when we think we're going to leave, they stop everything. And they say, ladies and gentlemen, we're, you know, they um, figure that everybody has to get from. off. Yeah. And the guy goes to me. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, but you're going to have to get off the train. I'm like, and I kind of jokingly said, yeah, right. Okay, whatever. And he's like, no, no, really, we have to stop. And I go, one bolt. Oh, and he's geez. like, we have, you know, procedures and protocols. And if we yeah. see that and we kind of know where it's from, then we definitely have to stop the That's ride. funny because when, when Mike and I were Disney a few weeks ago, we had fast passes and we were like five people from getting on and the whole ride shut down. And it was it was the kind of thing where it's like, well, you know what? We don't know when it's gonna open again, so you're better off getting out of line. Yeah, and, and that mess. sucks when it's your fast pass because you don't yeah. there's no restitution nope. for that. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing we like, well, at least we didn't use our fast pass, you know, to get on it. Yeah. And it was running again by the end of the day. But um I mean, well, a train ran off the tracks there and people did die from Thunder Mountain. Really? So yeah. yeah. So I could understand why they when take was, it seriously. Uh, I'd say that was about Seven years ago, six yeah. or seven years ago. Wow. Um, but yeah, so that was, and then, um, and like we went to get a fast pass at, at, at Indiana Jones, and it was broken down, so we couldn't get one. Oh God! We went over, and then we went over. I mean, everything was cool. You know, we had a good day, but everything we was, went over to California Adventure, uh-huh. and we actually we kind of just got like bored. I think because <gasps> I think I might have hit my Disney Shut wall. Shut your mouth! I think Shut I hit a Disney your wall. Mouth. We actually we ended up sitting on a bench watching people for like an hour, almost because we just couldn't think of anything to go on. Well, so what about exploring around all those places that we've talked about? I've seen everything. I've seen everything. Well, and the lines were just long enough that it was like if you wanted to go on something without a fast pass, it was like a thirty to forty minute commitment because this is still the tail end of spring break. Yeah, I mean it was fun because we played the little carnival rides that they opened, and that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's how you did the midway, and we we won prizes. Cool, that's cool. And we um, did the single line rider for the Midway Madness, Mm -hmm. so we got on that really quick, and had a great ride on California Screaming and the Disney um, Ferris wheel looks. Freaking amazing! Yeah, um, it's really coming together, mm-hmm. and so I mean, we had a good day. Don't get me wrong; it was just you know, we just were not feeling super um, inspired. I guess. You know, this means we're gonna have to start going to Universal now for a while Woo! and leave Disney. Oh well, don't start getting yeah. crazy. What it means is that <laughs> what it means is that I probably won't get the Big Boy Pass yeah. anymore. I'll probably get the Southern California when did extended you expire? one. Um, not till October. Oh, so you have to do the summer anyway. So because I'm going to Disney again tomorrow. God, I'm going fucking tomorrow. Yeah, so oh, I'm going tomorrow. So it's like what? Well, because yeah. we had we had planned on going a long time ago, and the John mm-hmm. trip was kind of last second. So, you know, we're going again. Oh, that's right. This one's the socializer. Thing. Yeah, it was okay. on socializer. It's like Dimwitty and, and yeah. the trio. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's his birthday. Yeah. 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 So, oh. um, and Yeda and and his buddy Ben and me and little Henry and we're all going. So it'll be fun. Oh. Um, and then on Thursday, you know, I went to to Palm Springs to prepare for Coachella. And um, I was staying with the very uh, sexy and considerate Mr. Cliff. Uh, I met his new dog named Gus. He's a British uh-huh. bulldog. And remember how I was, you remember when Zach was here and I was kind of hating on British bulldogs? Uh-huh. I kind of take that back a little bit. Yeah. Wait, wait. I thought Zach has an American. Whatever. They're all fucking ugly. But <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my opinion at the time. But now I kind of I kind of dig him. You know. Yeah. Gus is really cute. He's loud and he's always snorting and slobbering and being gross. Yeah, but like once that. you kind of, it's like any other animal. Once you kind of are used to what's causing him to make the snorts and stuff, then he's somewhat endearing, you know. <laughs> and uh, I actually, because that night I drove right to the bar to hang out with the Coachella Bears that were in town, um, like uh, Robbie, you know, Rotten Robbie from San Francisco mm-hmm. and Pyro right. and um, my friend Lance from Atlanta who I hadn't seen in a long time and some guys from Portland and. 
Um, and then James from San Francisco, um, Mike, Mike, Mike uh, Sluggle Bears, Doppelganger was there, <laughs> and, um, and uh, a bunch of people. And so it was really cool. Oh, and uh, Chris from Vancouver, who's still in town right now. Um, anyhow, so I get back to the house, and I can't tell who's snoring louder, the dog or Cliff, because it's coming <laughs> from both sides of the house. Uh, and I'm like, is there somebody asleep on the couch? And I realize it's the dog, so. Uh. <laughs> anyway, but the whole reason I was out there was to go to Coachella, so... I mean, if you want, like, the total Coachella rundown, I can, like... Let's let's hear a bit about Coachella. Okay. Um, I've been, like, three times before, and this I took a year off, and I, this is the first time I came, I, I, so this is coming back for me. And for the people who don't know what Coachella is... Oh, thank you. That's good. Idea. <laughs> well, if you don't know what it is, then really we shouldn't hang out to begin with. No, Coachella is, is now a three-day uh, music and arts festival in Indio, California, which is just past Palm Springs and Cathedral City. If you've ever been to the CCBC to get your whore on, Coachella <laughs> is not that much farther down the 111. Um, it's on the Empire, so it's the polo field. So it's this huge green grassy area, you know, where they play fucking polo. And they just turn it into this huge festival. And there's a ginormous stage. It's like, I don't know, five stories tall. It's just huge. Yeah. And then um, there's a big stage, and there's like a secondary outdoor stage. And then there's a series of tents. There's a small one called Gobi, a mid-sized one called Mojave, and then a huge one called Sahara. And they have performances in those tents as well. And then they have like a little hippie village in the middle um, called the 2D <laughs> thing. And this, time, this year it was made out of pallets and stuff. And they have a stage there as well. That was the yeah. coolest looking thing. The, I saw the pictures and it's all made out of pallets. That yeah. is really It's awesome really neat. Looking. So and, do, every year do they just make it out of something different? Like it just changes? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's always kind of something. Artistic. Yeah. And, it's, it, and it, it stays similar in certain ways and then it sort of changes and fluctuates. I took a year off, so... It, this festival's actually changed a bit just in a year. Like, now when you enter, there's two different entrances, and it, like, good, puts you in a staging area. And the staging area is about the size of a football field. And it has lockers on one side and then bathrooms on the other. And then it has all the vent, all the shirts, because there's only one place you can buy shirts in the whole place. And that's over in that spot. That's kind of cool. And it's it all in one I bought place. a Coachella shirt, yeah. Oh, okay. And then they have the dome, which used to be in the main thoroughfare. Now the dome is in the staging area. And then at night, they have DJs in the dome and stuff. And then you go from there into the Coachella grounds, the proper grounds, and that's where they have all the art installations and all the stages and stuff. Um, the cool thing that they added this year was that you could buy a Coachella water bottle for $10, and then you got free refills of water for the entire weekend. Oh, that's nice. cool. Oh, so, and then, because nice. they've always been really cool with water, like it's $2 a bottle, mm -hmm. but the environmental impact is really severe when all these people are buying bottles of water. Yeah. Right. So they started doing, well, if you bring us 10 used bottles, we'll give you one free bottle of water. So that worked too to an extent, but now they're just like, okay, let's just do away with like bottles That's all together good, yeah. and just bring your own yes. bottle. Awesome. So, yeah, and if you brought your own bottle, it cost you a dollar for a refill or something like that. Cool. But yeah, so that was really cool. So anyway, on Friday, um, I see the band, like highlights were uh, this band called KG Elephant, which was really cool. Um, mm. They're very much like the Vines, like an American version of the Vines. Um, and the lead singer like jived, dove into the crowd and they lifted him and carried him all the way like to the soundboard. <laughs> um, I saw We Are Scientists and Airborne Toxic Event again. Um, Airborne Toxic Event is kind of like um, watered down um, Arcade Fire. So if you like Arcade Fire, okay. you might dig them. Um, I actually ate dinner while Franz Ferdinand was playing, so it was like dinner uh, theater. I, I've seen uh, them before, and I didn't want to get all the way do the whole thing, and I was starving, so I just like mm. sat and ate, and and they were playing and stuff. Um, and Morrissey played. I, I think I was hanging out with Dave. You guys remember Dave and um, Nick from San Francisco? Yeah. I hung out with Dave a lot um, uh, there. It was like me. I hung out with Dave and Andy Bone and James 
um, those guys like primarily. And then I saw like Rotten Robbie and Pyro and Mike, um, you know, Farm Bear Mike. He was there. Yeah. Um, saw um, Jeb and Thomas from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finally got to meet Thomas. Hung out with a lot of James's friends from San Francisco, a bunch of really cool guys. So the three of me and Dave and James were hanging out in the beer tent because we could see Morrissey playing from the beer tent. Hmm. Morrissey, douchebag. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Didn't he, like, walk off the stage or something because he could smell barbecue? At one point, (laughs) you could smell the food, you know, because they have these food places everywhere. Yeah. And so Morrissey's like... I can smell, I, I can smell, it's the smell of burning flesh, and it's making me sick. I hope it's human flesh, you know, because he's such a vegan and all that shit. Uh, Just douchey. And like, explains why my friend Rob likes him then. And, like a, yeah, and he was like, <laughs> and he was like, I hope I'm not boring you too much. And just like very kind of emo-y, douchey, <laughs> faggot, diva stuff. And it was tiresome. Ugh. He sounded fine, and actually, he played a couple Smith songs, which is really cool. He played like like he played "How Soon Is Now," which is like mm. the you know uh, yes. Smith songs. Yes. So as far as that goes, it was fine, and I thought he put on a decent show. But his whole attitude was sort of <clears throat> douchey. That's too bad. Um, and then I creeped up during his set to get a good spot for Paul McCartney. And I was telling you guys earlier, like, Paul McCartney was just amazing. I mean, vocal quality wise, the dude is old, and you can hear it in his voice yeah. that he's getting older, but. He played like every Beatles song you would hope he would play, like you know everything from Blackbird to Yesterday to Sgt. Pepper's to Helter Skelter to Let It Be to you know Hey Jude. I mean, it was just really um, mm. a really pretty amazing uh, moment. And that was, and that was Friday. And then Saturday, I went to my cousin's wedding, and that was really cool. My cousin's just a real stand-up guy. It was a great uh, service. Very low key, you know. I know my grandmother and my grandfather were just besides themselves. You know, these are people—they've <laughs> been married for sixty-four years. Wow. You know, and so they're seeing. Like, this is the first time my entire family had been together in a while because my cousin lives in Canada now. So having the entire family together mm-hmm. and for this really special event and stuff—it was just one of those, you know, very kind of cool special yeah. uh, uh, days. And um, so that was really neat. And then went back to went back to, up to Palm Springs after hanging out with the family for a bit. And then I had scored a ticket. I had no intention of going to Coachella on Sunday, but somebody gave me, um, got me a ticket for like, I don't know, what did I pay? Sixty bucks, which is like basically half, wow. of, almost less. Well, a normal ticket with service charge like a little over a hundred. Mm-hmm. So I went there and uh, bummed around at Coachella and saw um, a band called No Age, which was totally pro-gay. They were super <laughs> nice guys. Um, it's just a drummer and a guitarist, and they were like, fuck Prop 8, and they're like, California needs to like catch up with Iowa and Vermont, and what the hell, cool. and people, and I was just like, yeah, um, and then, and then of course, the, this was kind of the highlight of the weekend after that, because that was when Fucked Up played, and Fucked Up is a, kind of a hardcore band, there's a little kind of black flaggy, um, but the lead singer is a gorgeous bear, he's freaking <laughs> gorgeous, he's so cute. His name is Pink Eye, and he's got, like, a shaved head and a beard, and he's furry on the front, furry on the back, just totally down-to-earth and cool guy, like, just kind of a goofy dork, you know? Okay. Like, he was just like, this is for all the geeks and the nerds and, the, you know, the people that didn't know where they fit in high school and all the people that hated sports, except for wrestling, because wrestling's cool. Whoa, and, I love yeah. that. And he, like, <laughs> and he was, like, banging his microphone against his forehead, and then, like, eventually he went up and, like, was, like, up against the drums kit with his head and for a while, and then he, I guess he probably, he did, like, a WWE kind of thing, and he took a razor blade and, like, cut his forehead, so then he was, like, like blood oh. was gushing down his face. 
you know, all like the, blood like, capsules, like really? theatrics yeah. and stuff. Right. They it was, cut themselves. Yeah, but he's hardcore. Oh. So he spent most of the time like in between the stage and the crowd, like singing with the crowd with like his hands around members of the crowd and like having them sing along and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, and awesome. James was up front, like total rock star. And at one point, he like, like Pink Eye does, like like started crowd surfing, and like I guess his crotch ended up right in James's face. Wait. And so of course I had to rub my face on James's face to get like <laughs> secondary crotch. <laughs> Because it was just the dude is freaking hot. And I put tons of pictures on my. Uh, I'm gonna have tons of pictures on on Flickr for that. So that and of course he brought all the bears to the yard. Like all the bears, all the Koa bears that were there. Like we're all at the fucked up show because I wanted to see this gorgeous guy. Um, and so that was cool. After that was uh, Brian Jonestown Massacre. Wait, wait, but you actually oh. like talked to him? Or oh yeah, gotcha. he was like. Well, that was kind of after this, but yeah, he they had a signing, um, and. So I bought the album, and he signed my album. Um, it's probably over there in my bag, but it says he... Because we're going up there, and I'm like, hey, can you put something like, I love fucked up bears, or I love bears or something? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally down with the bears. I love the bears. And he writes, I heart bears uh-huh. on yeah. my CD, and then Pink Eye. And I talked to the drummer, too, and the drummer was super cool. And he's like, yeah, I was supposed to be on the cover of Bears Life magazine, and I had like a photographer ready to go. It just didn't, it hasn't worked out yet. And Are this they and gay, that. any of them? No, no, he's, he's, straight no he's totally straight. With kids. Oh, Lord. But he's totally Funny. just cool. That's and, awesome. I mean, we yeah. took our picture together, and it's like a total rock you guys and roll. Like Twins, yeah. by the yeah. way, you guys are both like. <laughs> and then, like James took a picture with him and like totally kissed him on the cheek, and like, oh! and like Pink Eye's making like a kissy face, and like James is kissing him on the cheek, and it yeah. was just, oh, it was awesome. I mean, I really, I even like considered asking if, if he could put his balls in my mouth, but oh! <laughs> I didn't want to overstep. But um, yeah, so he was oh just top notch stand up, really cool guy. Um, cool. And then we saw Brian Jones on Massacre, which was really cool because I, I love that documentary Dig about Brian Jones on Massacre and, and Dandy Warhols. Um, if you're a, a geek or you're into either one of those bands, the significant moment was when Zia from the Dandy Warhols came out and played, uh, played maracas on one of the Brian Jones on Massacre songs. In fact, it's a song called Not If You're the Last Dandy on Earth, which was a slam against Aww. the Dandy Warhols. So it was really kind of cool <laughs> to see them like mending fences there. I love it. And they sounded great, too. Um, Saw the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs and the Kills, neither of which really blew me away. They're just not my style of music necessarily, but they put on good shows, you know, so if you dig them. Um, Throbbing Gristle, which is like the 1970s, you know, uh, industrial grandfathers or whatever. So apparently, like, it's an old guy and another guy, and they just sit at a table and they play with stuff to make noise. And then there's a woman that used to be a man who plays guitar. No, no. There's a man who used to be a woman who plays guitar and a woman who used to be a man who plays violin and other stuff. And that's <laughs> okay. the four people in the band. And what was crazy was the one, okay. um, I can't remember his, her name. His her man name. That, the woman that used to be a man, he was in the documentary for Dig, which sort of all brought it around together. Anyway, it was very <laughs> sort of creepy, weird music, and um, I was kind of glad I checked it out. Did you ever see the episode of Spaced with Volva, the guy from um, <laughs> Thing, the totally. Little Britain playing Volva? <laughs> That's what it was like, kind of. But anyway, so it was it was kind of interesting. Throbbing Gristle, yeah, they've, um, yeah. they've been around for a very long time. So mm, I mean, because everybody was talking about like how historic an event it was, so I figured I, I yeah. shouldn't miss out on, yeah, on, on seeing it. Very experimental, but. Um, in a lot of ways, yeah. And at the same time, The Cure were playing, and I watched the beginning of oh. The Cure. I have to say, The Cure sounded exceptional. I could mm. not believe how good they sounded, how good oh. Robert Smith sounds. Love the Cure. Like, his voice has not aged at all. Mm. His face, his when hair, that well, is yeah. still, Well, yeah, it's still, it's very sort of God. 
Um, it looks like who's Michael Jackson's best friend? What's her name with pearls? Um, oh, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. She looks, he looks kind of like Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I don't know where I pulled but that, not that one fat. out. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, have these always brought him luck? <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, but, uh, <laughs> but they sounded just flawless, really. And so I, uh, I left them for a little bit, and then I went and saw the Robin Gristle, and then I went into the Sahara tent, and that's where I saw that cube thing I was telling you guys about. Mm-hmm. It was like 20, uh, the the fucking Hollywood Square. It's on acid and. This guy DJs in the center square, and just they had HD projectors lighting it up and doing all this crazy stuff. It was like mm-hmm. being on drugs, but not being on drugs, and it was just really intense and cool. And the one thing I was going to say uh, besides that, because after that we went back to the Cure, and, and then I hung out, and then I went and crashed with James and his friends. They had this awesome house. They had like rented this like mid-century ranch-style home in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. with it was like a U-shaped with like mid-century furniture and stuff, and like a hot tub and a pool, nice. and just went and like. Dude, there's nothing like going to Coachella all day and then just and taking then your just clothes off and getting in a hot tub. Was the hot, uh, yeah. was the hot tub flush with the ground and sort of in the back left corner of the yard? No, but there, every other house in Palm Springs okay. is like that. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, we yes. stayed in a really cool one with oh. Chris and Dan. It was just, oh, it was amazing. It was a brilliant house and super comfy bed. Oh, my and gosh. a lot of them aren't that expensive to rent either, you know what I mean? Especially because a lot of them have a lot of beds. So if you when, can swing it ahead of time, it's a great way to do Coachella. Yeah, or even it, anything in Palm Springs. Because yeah. they had like, I think there was like six or seven guys staying there. Mm-hmm. So, And it was just fun. They are all super uber music nerds. Like mm-hmm. I felt like <laughs> a noob yeah. hanging out with them. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I really felt like a so out of the loop because they just knew so many bands. Oh, kind of like John Ashfield hanging uh, around with him. And he is just, his knowledge is incredible. Because I was, I always felt like I was pretty on top of things. But I, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> But what the interesting thing about The Cure that I found out later was Christian Vancouver was telling me was that... Um, so, when Paul McCartney played, he didn't really start singing until about 10.20. And then he played until about 12.40. Wow. At Coachella, you're supposed to be done at midnight. Mm-hmm. And apparently, every amount of time that you go over mm-hmm. after midnight, yeah. the organizer of Coachella is gets a fine. Right. And it's something like something crazy, like $5,000 a song or something nuts like that. <laughs> and so, The Cure, on Sunday, midnight comes around and The Cure keep playing. Mm-hmm. 12.30 comes around, Cure is still playing. Mm, so apparently they turned off, uh, first they turned off all the stage, extra stage lights, uh-huh. and the Cure kept playing. Then they turned off the PA, and the Cure kept playing. Oh. <laughs> then they turned up all the lights, so it's bright as day out there, and the Cure kept playing. <laughs> oh then they unplugged God. everything, uh-huh. and the Cure kept playing. <laughs> and I think they were playing Jeez. Boys Don't Cry or something at the time, uh-huh. and they played, and then they finished that song, and then, and, and Chris was saying, and people were literally running back in to the festival to see, them, to see what was going on because yeah. they were still playing, and uh, and I, I, so apparently when they finished the song, they all bowed, and then Robert Smith took his guitar and dropped it into the pit, and then they walked off the stage. Nice. So I mean, I was like blown away by that because. The only reason I left was because I went to go catch up with James, and we were laying there in the grass listening to the music, and then his buddies were all ready to go, so we left. And at the time, like Paul McCartney, the whole time he was playing, it was packed out to the food court. I mean, mm. tons of people. When The Cure was playing, I think people were kind of done because you could get all the way up to the soundboard, no problem. Well, I thought it was Sunday, too. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is difficult to do. I mean, getting up to the soundboard is difficult. I mean, mm. with, when, it, when it's the main headlining act. Mm. So if you can imagine really staying there, you could have gotten really super close. And like Chris was saying, he's like, it was a total moment. I mean, it was really just one of those things that you just, you know, and it was his first Coachella, so that was oh, kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, so and I'm sure, that. like, Paul was pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, we, I know we went over here. Here's, you know, here's a couple. 
Well, that's the whole thing. You well, you don't right. stop Paul McCartney. He's, he's sure no, motherfucking Paul McCartney. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you cannot stop that force. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, the whole thing with Coachella was like, this was just a reminder of how amazing a time it is. Uh, I went really only wanting to see one band, and that was Paul McCartney. Like everything mm-hmm. else was sort of secondary and extra. I totally had the time to just walk around and experience it and just take it all in and take lots of pictures and look at the art installations. Oh, there's one more thing that was so fucking cool. And I, I'm hoping I'm not boring everybody out there, but it was really cool that to do hippie thing. <laughs> so inside the to do hippie thing, they had a stage, and the stage was like, um, I don't know if the pictures are up there yet, but I'll show you guys afterwards. Um, and I'll put them on my Flickr so you can see them. So the stage is like made out of pallets, but then it also looks kind of like Road Warrior. Like it's got like yes. just regular bits of trash and shit thrown into it. So the stage is carpet under two inches of water. So the main stage is under is underwater. Okay. Huh. And then there's like these pods, like two pods on either side, and each one has like it's almost like those eggs at Easter that you look into, and there's a little scene on the inside. So they have like little kind of it's each one set up in its own special way, and then behind the main stage there's this like metal archway, um, and then there's like something hanging from the archway. It was called Lucent, and it's Lucent something else is what it's called. So I stumble into that area after some band, and they were doing their performance. And the people are dressed up. It's kind of like a mixture between, like, Mimes and Road Warrior and Lady Marmalade. Like, heavy pancake (laughs) makeup and wigs and headdresses and feathers and just, you know... All kind. Of, everyone has their own little persona and everything. And the fourth and the like one more. pod has the band, <laughs> and the band is like old timey, but with guitars, like big bass drum, you know. And um, and then in each other pod, there's like either one or two people doing little extra things to add to the action on the stage. And there's even like a slide that goes from one of them onto the water stage. So the main action is happening on the water stage, and they're doing, like, this dancing, and it's, like, very sort of Twyla Tharp, like, from hair, like, very sort of natural choreography and also kind of old-timey dancing and splashing water and everything like that. And when I walk in, they're doing this really cool thing where, so apparently these girls, they're supposed to be, like, this, you know, they're, they're becoming famous or something, so they go to the big city, and they're all, you know, these big afros and, you know, feather-dressed hippie <laughs> shit. And they go over to the left, and they put on these, like, workman's shirts. And as soon as they put the workman's shirts on, they become, like, automatons, like robots. Right. So they're even doing, like, this robot dance thing. And then they go back onto the main part, and these guys who are, like, they had, like, striped shirts on and, like, berets, so they were, like, kind of the evil, you know, like, bad people, like, taking advantage of them in the big city or whatever. So the women turn it on them and flip it so that by the end of the dance, the shirts are on the guys again. And then they take, and then there's this clothesline above them, and they actually pin the shirts to the clothesline. Oh, so then the men are dancing from the clothesline, and the women are turning the clothesline left and right, so the men are moving to the left and the right, and they're doing this dance at the same uh-huh. time. It was the coolest fucking thing. And behind, like, there's a woman, like, it's like Cirque du Soleil, and she's dangling from this, you know, thing on that, you know, the metal archway, mm-hmm. and all these other little vignettes going on in the pods, behind the four, three pods behind. And then after that, they had this song, like, the second to last song they did. It was very hippie because they had like these notices on the thing, and it's like you know you're here now and and be here and experience now and you know or, or embrace now like little affirmative messages like that. So they do this song, and then the, this is and everybody's sitting down like in the media area in front of it because we're watching the show, 
And I was standing up a little bit behind that. And then the actual performers walk into the crowd and they and it was just so sincere. And this is going to sound so cheesy to anybody who's at <laughs> all jaded or not who wasn't there. But it was the most cool thing because it was so sincere. They started walking into the crowd and just like exchanging glances with people like looking at them and right. really like having a moment like going like you are here now and what we're experiencing <laughs> is real and happening and important it's and it's happened and it yeah. yeah and like then they would lift people up and like give them a hug <laughs> or just hold them by the shoulders and really look at them and just very like affirmative and smiling there were kids in the audience and they like pick the kid up and oh sorry and spin them around or dance <laughs> with the kid oh. and it was like if I was jaded and with all my friends and drinking beer and I was, like, in Vegas, I'd be like, fuck this hippie shit. This is so fucking stupid. Right. But when you're in the middle of a fucking polo field and it's 80 to 90 degrees out, yeah, it's yeah. the end of a day and you're having this awesome time, it just blew me away. I was yeah. just like, this is the coolest thing. It was just it is so just a, cool. This is a troupe that it's tours? A it's a troupe, yeah. And it's what called, was their name? I have their card in my bag, I think. It's okay. called... Um, it's called um, uh, Lucent, but it's Lucent something else. You know, let me grab okay. my bag real quick. Okay. Um, okay, so it was called Lucent, and then it's called Lucent Dossier, I guess. It's D O S S I E R. It's called Dossier. Dossier. Oh, God. That sounds like Fred Gile. Um <laughs> The Lucent Dossier Experience, and you can visit them at lucentdossier.com, which is L U C E N T D O S S I E R.com, or on MySpace. And. They support cuddlethworld.org, apparently. Cool. But if you want to check out, that's the card. I'll pass yeah. it around. Hmm. So, yeah. So that was oh, definitely oh, a really cool thing. The whole, it, it just, you know, I guess what it is, it's like, it's kind of like um, Burning Man light, basically. <laughs> it's not like a huge commitment. But the feeling I got watching that performance was like, this must be like, like this, like Burning Man must be like 100 times more intense <clears throat> And right. then this. Well, you know, probably like, a lot more nudity, though, isn't there? Oh, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> this, what you described here is what they would have called late 60s, early 70s. They would have called that a happening. Yeah. That's the that kind of a thing. Happening. Which makes it sense a, why they call that whole area like the to do area. It was right. very, like, that's where the hippie, like, when I walked in there and I took that photo and I sent it to Flickr and I said, I found hippies, like, that was <laughs> yeah. in the to do area. Like, they were already, like, hosing the hippies down. It's and even having, a very like, cool drum little circle um, and shit. information card there. The, yeah. The graphic are great. I'm going to, and this is the, the co Oh, you know what? The cube guy, I can tell you what the cube guy was called now, mm. too, since I have the thing in front of me. Um, the cube guy Holland. was. Oh, shit. Um,. Etienne de Crecy? Etienne with Steven. Yeah. Sahara. <laughs> Etienne. Etienne. Give it to French speaker. Etienne. I don't know. There's no accent on it. He was a cube dude. Etienne. Oh, Groove Armada was also fun. Oh, did yeah. I watched a little bit of Groove Armada. Armada. Yep. Oh, and Christopher Lawrence. Did you listen to him? No, I don't know. Oh, Christopher he's Lawrence. Was he the one that played uh, Blossom Forever? Oh, that was Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. He's looking cute now, by the way. He's in some new show, Bald Head. No, he has like manorexia. No, he doesn't. Yeah, uh-uh, he's fantastic. No, 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 no. Okay, so that's my whole Coachella spiel. I highly, highly recommend it. If you're even remotely considering it, you should consider it. In fact, I'm pretty much like willing to go as far as saying like I will go next year, and it doesn't even matter what the lineup is because you can have an amazing time no matter what the lineup yeah. is. It just sounds like a great experience in general. Yeah. yeah. 
filtered water program. Does sound like it. Hooray. Yep. That's very cool. So while we're... Are you done? Oh, I'm done. Okay. So while we are... <laughs> I should be done. That was about 30 minutes. <laughs> while we're on the topic of Ray music... Pops. He's perfect. And there's a couple, a couple questions I got to ask you guys about live performances. How do you feel about like pre-recorded music. And here's an example. Like, remember Yaz or Yazoo? Well, you weren't like a real big fan of them. <clears throat> but Vince Clark used to absolutely make absolutely no bones about using pre-recorded music in his concert. He would he would reel out the, you know, this big reel-to-reel tape recorder right center stage saying, I am using pre-recorded music. And then he would continue, you know, he would play his stuff on top of that while she would sing and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. There's that, there's pre-taped music, there's sequenced music, which is, um, the music's not actually pre-recorded, it's a sequencer that's controlling your synthesizers and playing them back live, so you still have a little bit of control over it. How do you guys feel about going to hear a band where you know not all of the music that you're hearing is actually live being performed there. And the groove Are is you talking about the music? Or are you talking I'm talking about music for now. Not lip syncing. Not lip syncing. Specifically Where the, the groove isn't actually in the heart. Correct. Right. It's somewhere over the, the group liver. is not being produced on See, stage. Now, I, I, right. I, I guess I wouldn't mind if it depends on who it is. Right. I mean, it depends on if it's somebody like Terrence Strint Darby. Well, right. like like Madonna, for instance. <laughs> like you know, she's not gonna play music. You know what I mean? Right. Like Madonna's not gonna sit there and play instruments and stuff no. like that. So obviously, you know, well, she does she play a guitar. Band that she does her play up, a guitar. But she does have a band. But I'm sure a lot of her stuff is pre-recorded and pre-synthesized, and you know, yeah. is her new box set shaped like a cross? Like no idea. I she has a box set. She has some new thing out, and it's shape. It's like her, like it's a picture of her, but it's cut into the shape of a cross. No yeah. surprise. So it looks like she's on the she cross. She loves to get on that cross. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it, but, but I mean, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like mm. in that instance, I I wouldn't mind. Okay. Well, this came up in conversation when James and I were watching The Kills, because The Kills is a man and a woman, mm-hmm. and they do tons tons of pre-recorded stuff because. Um, I don't even know if they even had a drummer. Yeah, they don't. It's a woman's. The woman's a singer, and the man plays guitar. And the woman plays guitar sometimes. So they are constantly doing it to a backing thing. And I, I mean, it wasn't really my kind of music necessarily. And I just, I leaned in. Who else? Dave was watching it too. And I said, so why does he even bother playing guitar? You know, why don't they just do it mm. all can and be like fucking Donnie and Marie? Yeah. You know, I mean, why? You know, why even bother? Because there are other bands too, like um, Kasabian. I mean, they press play on their MacBook before, and they're a t- an entire band, mm. but they use more sound behind it to sort of make it to right. bigger. Yeah, yeah. And like the Ting Tings, it was a guy playing drums and a girl playing guitar, and. At first, I was like, okay, they started playing. I'm like, this is going to suck. But then they use looping, so right. she'll create a track on the fly. Right. Like, she'll sing a bit, and then she'll make it play over and over again, and she'll uh-huh. add to it and add to it and add to it and add to it. Mm-hmm. Same with the drum tracks and same with, like, the guitars. That sounds yep. like RJ DJ for the iPhone. So Do that's you know that? sort of cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know it's sort of cool that you can, like, yes. when they're starting, when they're creating on the spot like that, that's kind of neat. That's and I can kind of get behind that. Mm-hmm. I can get behind almost all of it to an extent. To an extent. I can, too. I mean, uh, it also depends on the band. For instance, like Kraftwerk. Uh, you guys should know who Kraftwerk <laughs> is. I went to go see them live. And Kraftwerk and only Kraftwerk is the band that I will actually sit there and watch four robots play a song while they're not on stage. And it totally fucking worked. And the crowd went nuts mm. because it is who they are. Sure. But mm-hmm. if, if it was something like, um, well, I don't know, Janet Jackson, for instance, who, and I bring her up because she has been known to lip sync 
while she's there. But she does a lot of dancing and a she lot does. of choreography. See, in that case, though, not only because with pre-recorded music, I'm like, okay, I'm there to see somebody perform. I want to hear something new and something different. And I want to know that they're there with the audience. Like when I went to go see um, you Harry to... Belafonte. Yeah. We went to go see Harry Belafonte. <laughs> okay. My mom had an album of his from like, you know, the 60s. Harley and it's got this, yeah, Black this Calypso. Calypso. And it's this mellow stuff. <laughs> and it's, you know, doom, 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 and it's all that stuff. All of that. And it was really cool. Well, I went to go see him live in the Davey early 90s. I went loudly. Yeah. I went to go see him in the early 90s, though. Mm-hmm. And he had totally updated everything. All the music had this world beat to it, and it was mm-hmm. it was made fresh and interesting. And it was so for he a new style. Onset. And then he, he but right. he updated everything, right. and he was there with the audience, so and he like, wasn't just doing stuff. So I'm like, if I go see someone live, I want to know that I'm not just listening to something that's exactly off the album. You, if you, I can do you, that, right. I can do that. At you home. want to feel like you're hearing something unique, yeah, yeah, and, then, uh, and, and, then, then, and it's even formed uniquely and not the same way that they exactly, you know, for the exactly that yeah. they're aware that there's an audience there. And there's there's you know energy going you know and and yeah. but at the same time I went and saw Daft Punk uh-huh. and clearly there is nothing going on there except for two guys in the pyramids right. spinning discs who may or may not be Daft Punk for all I know because exactly. they wear masks the whole time <laughs> exactly and yet, there's a sincere connection between the audience again, and the artist yeah. but again that's Daft Punk and yeah. that is their shtick and that's what they do just like Kraftwerk and for them it works. Mm. But we know, I mean, even mm. when they go into the when they go into the studio, there's very little, you know, actual instrument playing. They're playing mm. keyboards, they're playing loops. We mm. know that's where the music is coming from. I think if you're going to see like a top forty artist like Janet Jackson or Britney Spears or Pink or whoever, right. you should go in mm. knowing that they have music playing in their ear, right. that they and, are singing to their own track. And right. it's going to sound very similar to the And it's going to sound right. very stuff, similar yeah. to what, you, you know, because there's so much else to that show. Mm. In fact, that was one of the things that surprised me about Madonna, is that she, she does, sings, she sings right. live, and she is she moving sings. like a MF-er. I mean, yes. she's doing a Broadway show. Well, yes. and if you watch that, and you think, how can she be not, and even Janet Jackson, how can they not be completely out of breath and unable to Madonna sing? Madonna does, though. You know, she does. If you listen well, to her, she's, she also takes huge breaks in between songs. And sometimes you can hear I mean, where she's off key or whatever, because she's, you know, kicking her yeah. leg up and Don't doing something. Because you know, yeah. Cause you know <laughs> she gets off stage and they give her like a shot of vitamin B. They put the gas mask <laughs> oh. on. Her. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah. yeah, I mean, but you know, again, and that's what I was saying. Like, like somebody like Janet Jackson, I wouldn't mind because. She's all over the place, and she's See, doing her routine. It's more about I the would. It's more about the theatrics of it. I don't. And, I don't give a damn about going and, and seeing her dance and pirouette around I the fucking the stage. I want to hear her yeah. sing. I, I thought I would. Go I hate listen the drop Destiny's Child anyway, bomb, but. but they put on a good show, and it was really about the show. I mean, yeah. so I saw them in Germany, and it was yeah. just a crazy nutty show. So I mean, I guess it, it all boils down to who it is, yeah, and yeah. how you want to experience it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, and some artists, you know, they need a little extra help. I mean, the example I was going to, we were talking about this earlier, the example I was going to give is, if you've heard it yet, is this Beyonce tape. They played it on Howard Stern. Apparently, Beyonce was on the Today Show, and they leaked a copy of the the raw feed that comes from the soundboard. Mm. So she was singing to her own, to a track of herself, basically. Mm. She was lip syncing. But the track, because she was still singing into a microphone. Right. And that track... The raw feed to the soundboard is what, what they played on Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. And she was singing If I Were a Boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I that. Oh, she was singing like she was a nine-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, if I was a boy. I mean, it was yeah. like, 
sharp and flat and miss notes. Yeah. I will but say it's early it, in the morning. However, however, doesn't even have to try. however, it's five in the morning. Well, and right. that's why you know, and that's why I'm like, okay, well, yeah. It's clear she can sing and she can act and she can do the whole freaking thing. I know the new but don't try already, don't That's try to get her to do it before seven in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's with anybody. Like when you first wake up, I mean I I'm I've been in chorus and stuff and I sure. I sang with the sending men's chorus. First thing in the morning, I love to sing on the way to work, but I will mm. never let anybody hear me sing because it just, <laughs> yeah. it's, you're popping and you're, you can't hit notes yeah. that you yeah. can normally hit just because yeah. your voice isn't warmed up yet. That's why whenever mm. there is an artist on Howard's turn and they do a really good job live, I'm always really impressed because you have to remember, this is happening between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they've just been that's up called, That's called getting up, drinking some lemon tea and uh, doing your exercises yeah. really mm early in the morning yeah, before you kidding. go. And their Twittering is lame, <laughs> Howard's the Stern Show. Oh, Twitter. I haven't added them yet. Don't bother. For one thing, is they're Twittering live during the show, yeah. so they're all on while you're Howard sleeping. was chastising Gary today for the lameness of the Twitters. It's really stupid. It's like, now now it's coming on the news with Robin. Now yeah. they're, now so-and-so, Jerry O'Connell is coming yeah. in for an interview. Yeah, Gary, like, or he's like, uh, whatever. whatever uh, it's yeah. so bad. You know, but, and then Gary was saying, well, I don't want to do anything inventive because then you'll start yelling at me because they'll, you know, for being inventive and doing mm-hmm. stuff you don't approve and this and that. So yeah, typical Howard Stern. <laughs> Drama. Uh, I love that show so much. I'm just glad the arguing week is over because that was just so stressful to listen to. Uh, unfortunately, I was listening. That's what I had to listen to when I was going to and from Palm Springs, uh, and they were playing it on a loop. Yeah. So I get, kept getting stuck in the same arguments. Like I get, out, you know, I get out of the car for three hours, get back in the car, and it's the same argument. Yeah. And I'm just like, ugh. No. Listening to these freaking East Coast people go off on hey, each other. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, well, <laughs> we had an argument. Trust me. So, Dave, you had some. Oh, viewer mail. Let's do viewer oh, mail. Yeah, let's oh, do viewer mail. We have a oh, wait, before we do. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, do we do iPhone apps first? Uh, well, we, we can, can do, do viewer mail and iPhone apps. Okay, let's do iPhone apps first. Yeah, let's okay. do the iPhone. Okay, so starting again, iPhone apps. Um, can I do mine first? Because I'm really excited about mine. Go for it. Somebody turned me on to it at uh, Coachella. Oh, wait. I hope it's not mine. Go ahead. I hope it's not the same one I have. No, go ahead. Is are the abbreviations FML? No. Okay, so. What? I know what the abbreviation uh, stands for. It's called Fuck My fuck Life. My life. Uh, it's the Fuck My Life <laughs> application. I saw, I saw Hadrian Twitter about that, and I was like, what is this? It is so good. Here, so. I'll bring up one. Okay, so uh, this is just whatever. This is what came up recently, and it's like, today I was home by myself. I was singing If I Had a Million Dollars really loudly since I figured no one could hear me. As I'm really into the song, my neighbor shouts, if I had a million dollars, I'd give it to you to stop singing, and slams his balcony door shut. So it's just like, sort of like this. But here, I'll go to um, to featured. So is it just like people submitting stuff? So like, like have you ever like, been to like fuck my life? No. So okay, here's a good one. Okay, today I received my passport in the mail. They got my birth date wrong. Then I picked up my birth certificate that I had sent in with the application. Turns out my parents have been celebrating my birthday on the wrong day for 16 years. <gasps> this is this one is. Freaking awesome. Oh. I read this one yesterday when I was on the toilet. Um, oh. <laughs> today, my boyfriend told me he couldn't hang out with me because he felt really sick. I went to his house anyway to surprise him with homemade soup. I walked into his room only to find him hooking up with my sister. <gasps> Wait for it. Is this penthouse letters? Wait for it. She can't drive. Our mom drove her there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. So, anyway, it's a great application. <laughs> 
It's called, um, there's two of them, I guess, on iTunes. This one's just called FML. It's just FML <laughs> it by itself. It and cost- it's free, and it's got mm. a little white asterisk on a light blue playing field. Mm-hmm. And there's two of them, but that's the one that I, people told me to get was FML. And apparently you can register at the website and, yeah. and do a whole bunch of shit. So, cool. <laughs> I mean, if you ever, like, feel bad and you want to do some Scheidenfreude or whatever it's called and, yeah. you know, feel better at the expense of others' <laughs> unhappiness, then, then that's a great one uh, to do. Nice. Okay. Uh, mine is called Threads, and that's just it. It's Threads, and um, it basically it goes and takes a look at all the new designs that week at Threadless.com all right. and all of their other uh, their other websites. Nice. And you go, and it's just this really cool little interface with arrows, and you oh, can sit there, new, uh, and you'll go through, and you can see, thing. and just see the design right here. It's very mm-hmm. fast, and then if you want to get like one, it, you just. If you like it, just push the dollar sign, and it takes you to the web page right there. Yeah, it's kind of nifty. Um, And the other one is called Edge. It's just called Edge, and it's it's basically a newsreader for Edge Online, which is a (gasps) gay-oriented... Fags. Thing. Yes. Oh, so cool. it's all gay, you know, it's all like gay, gay oriented news headlines. Oh. And it's really nice right here. Um, Does, uh, is it written with a lisp or? You know what? I was mag- getting tired. Iowa magistrate oh, no. to stop performing marriages. Because <laughs> that's how yeah. gay people sound. Exactly. That's, that's not a lisp. That's Shelly. Um, Shelly. Shelly. I love that you put that on the little picture. I love that. Yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's mine, too. Uh, Threads and Edge. Edge is all okay. those are free? Those are are both free, yes. Does Gizmodo have an app yet that does their feed? I don't know. Hmm. What's yours, Dave? You have an app? I have one cool app. I don't know if you guys heard of this before. It's called Flight Control. Um, it's a game, actually. And, oh, you showed me that. And uh, oh, I, don't, I don't think I did. Maybe Chuck showed it to you. He was showed, the one it showed it to me. me. Um, Somebody showed it to me. I do know. I don't want songs of the game. You do play the game. And then in, oh, Chuck, Chuck showed it in the edge, <laughs> each comes a little thing. And it's either a plane or a helicopter or a little biplane. And you have to move the planes and the helicopters and the things to their respective runways and then, but avoid them colliding with other planes so and like, helicopters like and things. Control. Exactly. Oh, see now that oh, Dave's going to kill see, somebody. They, oh, see, they Dave just killed over. people in the game. Are um, but you, <laughs> but you have to make them. I see. I'm playing it upside down. But you have to mm-hmm. uh, make it so they'll avoid each other. You can do long flight plans. You can change their flight plans if something else comes in. And all kinds of little things are coming. Uh, is it free or is it tough money? It's a buck, um, but it's worth it. It's 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 really it's it's a time vampire. And um, buck's not bad. It's called flight control. It's yeah. called flight That's control. Cool. All one word and. Uh, it's cute and it gets and it's a lot more complex than than you know it, it gets in the beginning because the next thing you know like all new planes are coming on then all new biplane things are coming on small planes are coming on and then helicopters and you have to move them <laughs> each to their own little runway or landing pad and avoid from them hitting each other and it's kind of fun. Um, so I know one of our um, listeners Gary asked if we were using or if we had heard of Yowza but we talked about that last week right? Yeah, Yowza was uh, oh that one that Greg Grunberg yeah, or whatever has been touting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, listen to last week's podcast. Did here. you have a? Did you have? Do you have an iPhone app? <laughs> no, nope, I sure. Because I want to mention one thing. I app. Oh, well, I want to mention one thing about YouTube anyway. That um, unfortunately Dave Cobb Facebooked about, and now I'm kind of like it's one of those horrible things you cannot look away from. Oh, the old man doing this thing. Yes, yes. it's creepy. Go on YouTube and look up. Uh, his name is E D A R E M Edarem E D A R E M. And search like that name and Pretty Woman, for example. And yes. it's this creepy old guy. He does more than one song? 
Oh, he does all kinds of stuff. This is a whole thing where he goes goes out and buys a wheelbarrow, which is really weird. And, what? And he has all these videos. He's a video <laughs> blogger. He looks like the guy, like, when, when your parents told me you that there was a boogeyman that came and stole your shit at <laughs> night when you were sleeping. He looks like Einstein, but missing a tooth. And, and crazy. I wish I could pull something up real Wait, quick. He Maybe looks crazy. And I'll yeah. pull something up on the Speaking phone. Speaking of while you're looking at that, Hulu announced that they are going to be coming out with an iPhone app. Oh, Nice. Very nice. How yeah. can iPhone support Hulu? Because they're going to be sending it into a different format than Flash. They're going to be sending it in some other kind of native format. Huh. So, yeah. And since Hulu has only been around for, what, like a year? So they the, all their video is still, you know, they've got it. So I love me some Hulu. Yeah. yeah. So Hulu on the phone. That's, That's going to be very awesome. Soon. Yes. Well, and they're supposed to be able to do um, soon, too. It's supposed to be during the first quarter of the year, but it's missed. The... Uh, Slingbox player for the uh, iPhone too, oh. um, but they haven't done it. Uh, here we go, Pretty Woman. It's true. I don't know if you're. Not gonna I'm be, scared. You're not gonna be able to hear it on my phone, but um, that's fine. Thank goodness. It's I know, so. So here's the guy. Ooh. Oh, he looks like the guy from Poltergeist. You're yes. all gonna die. Yeah. And he's missing a tooth and everything. You don't see it right away until he turns right toward the camera. You see he's missing a tooth. If he looked at me like right at the camera, <laughs> I'd probably wet myself. <laughs> oh, I just wet myself a little bit. <laughs> Look at him. I mean, it's so creepy. Can you see JP? Uh, oh, yeah, I've seen it. I saw it, yeah. It's so creepy. I mean, and he does the same thing. On the day Ricardo Montalban died, he record he made up this little song about Ricardo Montalban, recorded it on a cassette player, and then sang along with himself on the cassette player on uh-huh. the video. He yeah. is gonna haunt me in my sleep. He is. I've seen him in my nightmares. I have. Can you imagine if he actually where's he from? I don't ever want to run into him. I don't know. See, he's American. He has this one video where he goes to Lowe's and buys a wheelbarrow and they show his car this little Volkswagen beetle with these big eye hooks and they root screwed into the roof of the thing and they flash across the back of the car and I'm looking at the license plate and I I can't recognize it. I can't tell if it's Oregon or Kentucky or something. It's something really uh, weird. As long as it's not California. But uh, E D A R E M is his um thing and search for E D A R E M and You're pretty woman. Probably better off not or <laughs> No, he looks so. like the old man from Let's Ultra read Guys. viewer mail, Dave. So we have stuff. We do have some viewer mail. One of them is a little bit old. I don't know how I missed it. I saw it today when I was printing out the mail. Um, I don't think I read this one before because I would have remembered this. This is from someone called Brixton Dog. Uh, hi, guys. Um, hi there, guys. Just wanted to introduce myself as a new subscriber. I found the podcast via another podcaster who just mentioned yours. Of course, it aroused my attention when he mentioned Bear. Aroused. Aroused. Sorry. <laughs> uh, when he mentioned Bear... In short, I haven't bothered to go back to to said podcast. That's why I'm not oh. going to say which one it is. So oh. we've taken someone's listener. Sorry, oh. we didn't mean to do Snap. that. Snap. At the moment, <laughs> I'm on episode eight and loving it. I particularly love the dynamics between you guys and the, and this is my favorite part, and the cross-generation moments are awesome. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, JP's a little older I mean, oh. than all of us. But I mean, it's Wait, what it says? I'm only half a year older than you. Whatever. Half a year. So I Happy really year. I was, that's why I was pretty sure I hadn't read this one before. And Vito's um, older than you and me. You are correct. Just wait until uh, we get somebody who's actually like uh, in their 20s on this thing. Okay, I so know. the guy's apparently from in, uh, England. In England, there aren't that many podcasts to choose from, and more so the case for bear-oriented stuff, but that doesn't matter anymore. Personally, I'm not a bear type per se, but that is where my attention is at the moment. In fact, there's nothing bear about me apart from my unkempt beard and the fact that I'm always shaking my tush at XXL. Well, that's, <laughs> that sounds good that to me. That sounds good to me. I've yeah. shaken my tush at XXL. I highly recommend it. I have too. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that was before they closed the dark room. Um, uh, anyways, I look forward to catching up with all the episodes, but I'm going to take my time and savor it like a good fucking like a fucking good wine. Bear I, hugs and tugs. Well, um, cheers to you. Well, tug cheers, out to you. What's his name? Uh, it's just called Brixton Dog, and he Brixton gives dog. his uh, he gives his bear four one not bear four one no. Dude, we don't want people big t- muscle bears. Do we um, want to like? We're not going to no, put that yeah. on. We don't say that, but we'll number we'll take yes. his information. Yeah, yeah, we'll have his information. Cool. <laughs> I, you know, that's a good point to bring up. We do have listeners that aren't bears that are yes. listening to us. So that's cool. Myers or whatever. Or, yeah, that's great. And someday we'll actually talk about that. But yeah, I know. We, <laughs> it's on we, our we do list. have a big, a it is big on thing list. planned. So. This one is from Tony in Indianapolis. Hey guys, I just finished listening to show number twenty-five and wanted to send a quick note to say that I really enjoy your podcast. Your show is both fun and informative. Although I'm a gay man, duh, don't know much about the bear subculture. So thanks. Not a bear myself. There are. N- there are many hot ones. Roger Hazard of Sell This House is definitely one. If you haven't seen the show, you should check it out. Isn't that that red-haired later. steroid guy? That is that purple yeah. guy, that purple muscle dude. Who he is, is always a total, sweaty. He, he's a total queen. He's purple from steroids, and he's only into twinks. He lives in San Francisco, so if you want to find him, <laughs> go get So him. in other words, this guy thinks um, he's hot, and you just totally trash Dave, him. you're he only is. in the sin, guys. Why are you hating? No, but this, yeah. no, but this, this Roger Hazard guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so give Dave steroids Because he's competition. Disco like he doesn't see purple in the skinny guys. That sounds like you. I'm not purple. <laughs> oh my god! You're a little. You're a little red. You're a little I'm not purpley. muscly. I'm red now. Why not? I'll give you some steroids. So that's Tony from Indianapolis, and then <laughs> this last one that just came in. This one's from Switzerland. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, Sweden. That's, that's Sweden. That's Sweden. Jesus. <laughs> Hello, guys. That's gonna say it like the guy from the Bugs Life. Hello, guys. No, you're sh- yeah, that's, that's German. German. Whatever. You live there. I, you wow. live there. Wow. Just alienated. Dot se is so Switzerland, right? People. Huh? Dot we, se is Switzerland, right? Other yeah. countries. Dot se. No, that's Sweden. That was Dave. Sweden. Not all of us. Sweden. That's what I meant. Dave yeah. does not speak C-H for the entire Switzerland. Okay. I like Switzerland. I'd love to go there. Okay. This is from Frederick. Hey guys, your show has. Are you sure it's not Friedrich or Froedrich? Friedrich. 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 Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? <laughs> <sighs> he doesn't want any more pudding. <laughs> all right. It's a bit wonky. It's all gone pear-shaped. All right. Hey, guys, you've shown your show. Your? Your? No. It's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is what he has. So, your? Which is wrong. Well, it he's Swiss. Your. Maybe English is his second language. It's Swedish. Swedish. Oh, Swedish. 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 Sorry. Your show has so far been awesome, but... As a previous non-iTunes user, I've realized your your suck at updating and actually hm. linking to the MP3 on your website. Oops. That's I don't link to MP3. Don't I do me. that. Don't I do it. <laughs> What's up with that? I I today decided to get on iTunes and check if it up any more haters. episodes on there. And yes, you have. Come on, keep the site alive, you guys. Can't just rely on iTunes, I-T-O-N-Z, he writes. Anyway, <laughs> guessing you ain't going to give a shite. No, that's going to be. Wow. Uh, take care, guys. Thanks X- for the faith. XOXO, <laughs> Freddy. And I love how you th- I don't believe in you hug, at all, but I'm going to hug you. I don't believe you, and I don't think you guys give a shit, but hug yeah. We do give a shit. It's <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I mean, and we all have day jobs. Apparently, and, well, people in Sweden are very... Um, yeah. Uh, 
We did have we yeah. did have a discussion about that topic before the show actually. Yeah, JP so. yelled at and us we all. And we all agreed to bad. collectively say fuck everybody. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we are going to do our best to make sure. We agreed to do our best just to shut JP up. But seriously, if one of you guys want to update our website, the job is yours. Really? Okay. Okay. So with that, I think. Oh, I had one. I had a guy named Kaz said that he just started listening. and He loves the podcast. He wanted to know. If we use public transit in um, San Diego, no, rarely. It I've, sucks here. I've been. Public, <laughs> well, yeah. I would. You shouldn't say it it's, sucks. I well, mean, the trolley doesn't really go anywhere you want to go. The trolley, but the buses. I mean, the buses are pretty comprehensive. But they, yeah. but for me to go to like Mira Mesa, where I used to work, it would have taken mm. me three oh, hours. No, to get if there. you're going to North County, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. but we've taken <laughs> but, the bus to go like downtown. Yes. to go to like yeah. Comic Con and shit like that. Yeah, or that even like going done. over to like you can go to Mikey's on the 11. You know, it's like mm. two bucks. And, yeah. Right. I, yeah. One of the things about San Diego though is that it is so huge and it's sprawled out. So many, you know, just getting public transportation from one place to another mm. is it does take a very very long time. And it's time. And it's all, we need and a subway. And it's all yeah. Service. We need a subway or we need that high. What it is is we all live in Hillcrest. Um, more or less and the buses come here but the trolley does not mm. if I were living in the college area if I were a student mm. I would love the trolley because it goes all the way to Mission Valley goes all the way downtown right. so right. you could take it anywhere you want I mean it, it's kind of like in LA like people joke like yeah they have a subway but nobody uses it because it doesn't go anywhere you want to go mm. so it's very useful for some people but I you know other than like occasionally using it to go to um uh, sporting events, you know. Well, I think San Diego is a unique city too, because other than downtown, there's not really anywhere that's so difficult to park that you would want to use mass transit to get to. Like when I lived in Germany, some of the beaches well get very crowded. Well, when I lived in Germany, it was you took the mass transit because there was just because it, it was easier yeah, because well, like, like parking, San, like San Francisco. I mean, it, right? You don't you own a car because community. you don't want to deal with all right. that yeah. shit. And San Diego has a downtown area, but everything else is just re- relatively sort of suburbany, mm. and it's not yeah. really you know. Yeah. So, Kaz, no, we don't really use. Yeah. Just on occasion. Yeah, we probably should. All right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> here we go. Do you have tags, Justin? Um, no. You wow. have I'm lame. Tag. I'm lame. Tug JP. You are kind of lame. Yep. All right. Tug JP. Um, I, have lots of, <laughs> I have lots of tugs. Um, I have a super big, ginormous tug for uh, James from San Francisco. Um, uh, just palling around with him at Coachella was really like one of the highlights. He's just a neat guy. And he totally came through for me because. Um, he actually, I, I crashed at their place and he had to be, uh, he had to take a, one of his housemates to LAX to fly out from, of, you know, whatever. I'm trying to talk. Sorry. But he had to leave at 8 a.m. in the morning and we had all mm. been up until about four in the morning. Mm. So, I mean, he was a stand up guy just for doing that for his buddy. But then I woke up and I was like so bleary and just sort of like, ugh, and I, I wanted to leave and it was like 1030. I left my iPhone charger. Which is with the, with the special case thingy. You oh, can't yeah. use a regular one. Mini you have USB. to use a special oh. one. So I left that there. Mm. And then I get home, and I, I'm going to go to work. I left my shoes there. <laughs> I had worn flip-flops oh, home. No. I left my shoes at the house. So I texted him, and he was nice enough you know, to box them both up, and I got them today in the mail. Nice. Oh, nice. So that was like a huge thing. And so James and all of his San Francisco buddies that were that, that I met there they were all really cool just totally fun to hang out with um to Cliff 
for letting me stay at his place. It was just, I barely got to see him because we were ships in the night. I mean, he was, oh, he worked at a VIP thing at Coachella, though, and he saw Paris Hilton. He said he, she looked all scuzzy. She was, a, I think, I heard Drew Barrymore looked horrible there. Yeah. There's supposed to be video of her, film of her looking really bad. I didn't see it. Oh, but I and I saw it. the hot, very hunky guy from um, ER who's there every year. Ed Rodden, oh, Bad um, Booba. Uh, oh, <laughs> Abraham Van Ruby. Yeah. Mm. He shaved his beard so he didn't look quite as woofy. But I did uh. get my annual photo of him. And Pyro was walking by when Abraham, or whatever his name was, with his girlfriend. And they were trying to take a picture of themselves. And Pyro was like, hey, I can take that picture for you. And he's like, okay. So Pyro takes a picture of him. And he's like, well, hey, can I get a picture of you too? And they actually get into talking about bears. And apparently he knows all about bears. And he's totally cool with bears. <laughs> so now well, next cool. year I'm going to be like, hey, I'm a bear. Take a picture with me. <laughs> so um, and tugs to Pyro and Robbie and Mike and Chris and um, and and Dave and all the dudes that were at Coachella, all the bears just made it all the more awesome. It was just so freaking awesome and cool. And anybody I didn't mention, I'm sorry, but um, tucks you too. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Gary from Erie, he was the one who asked us about Yowza. Um, he's a listener. I'll give a plug for his bear run. It's called Drenched Fur. D-R-E, like drenched, like wet, mm-hmm. fur.com. <laughs> Apparently it just happened in April, and I went and looked at the photos. It's like a bunch of bears go to a water park and just like hang out. Awesome. It looks cool. really fun. Yeah. And there was a lot of sexy mother effers in those pictures. So good for you, Gary. Um, and then that Kaz guy who asks about public transit. Thanks for listening, Kaz. And that's all my tugs. Okay. Cool. JP? Uh, I've got four tugs. So um, first of all is to um, Brian Imus. Uh, just mm-hmm. he had a very difficult couple of weeks, and I just wanted to wish him well. So to Brian, um, also to Steve, who goes by uh, Three Big Bears. Oh, yep, yeah. I gave him a tug in our first episode, I think. Yeah. Maybe our second episode. We've been having a bunch of conversations about photography back and forth, and he's uh, a cutie. Yeah, a nice, real, real nice guy. So I just want to give a tug to him. Um, <clears throat> Uh, real uh, tug to all the guys on Bear City uh, that have messaged me in the past 94 days and I haven't gotten back to you because <laughs> I never log in. Um, do messages even last that long? Yeah, on uh, Bear City they do. So uh, tugs to everybody. Sorry. But you know, just, after 30 days, it sends you a notice that says, Sorry, this person has not looked at your message. Yeah, because oh, so I've, so I've gotten everybody bounces is, before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It says, We're sorry, this person's not interested this in This person's you. too well, good to me. Well, anyway, to everybody. <laughs> to everybody. Yeah, okay. I'm he really was too sorry. Busy I not haven't updating the MP3s on our website. All the Whatever. They're there. I was the one who was there. I was the one who was So, And last, really great, big, huge, gigantic tug to Travis for tattooing and answering all my questions mm. and putting up with five bears hanging around while he's tattooing me. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, it was pretty awesome. Everything. It was kind of fun. Oh. So, yeah. Big, I love somebody's big comment on Twitter when we were there was, what the fuck does that place have stadium seating? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. So, um, yeah. That's, well, uh, my tugs are to uh, E and Billy for going to the play with me and Larry for an awesome play that starred Max Gale, none other than from, um, what do you call it, um, Barney Miller, Wojohowicz, the big Bam Bammy kind of hot guy from uh, the TV show Barney Miller. No yep. one was hot on Barney Miller. Young, dumb guy. You would think he was oh, tall. He sure and, yeah, you'd think so. And he's, he's aged pretty well. But um, he's a, the, the cast of the play was very Barry. It's called The Prodigal Father, if it's still playing there. Um, the one guy is also a guy who's been uh, in the play, was on in Scrubs. Um, 
the um, it's kind of a tattooed um, Barry kind of a guy who works in the cafeteria, and they he teams up with the janitor to like go against thing to go against JD. Anyway, uh, he was in it too. But anyway, um, so Larry for a great play um, as usual. Todd, TJ, and Bill for uh, fun Friday night of the DVD, and TJ for making amazing tacos. Um, and just for my uh, uh, Sonic buddies, Bryson, Rob, and Chuck. So, <laughs> power to the power to the Sonic. We'll be back there, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I think. And they, the plan, another plan, would be too, also to go to the Sonics and get food, and take it over to the Santee Drive-in and go to the drive-in movies, like in the summertime. Let's we should have like we should have a bear-invade Sonic night. Just yeah, like or get Sonic car full of bears. Oh, cars, or cars. Yeah, cars. yeah. We could do that. Or and what do you call it? And just get the food to go and go over to the Santee Drive. See what I'd like okay, to do. See, we need to find somebody with a pickup truck, and so we can put chairs in the back of the pickup trucks and sit in mm-hmm. the back of the truck. Then we can go to the dump and yeah, shoot rats. It'll be great. This is <laughs> we can go cow tipping. Makes me. That, it just makes me itch. It's like five miles from where you live. It's not the length. It's it's like you have to have like. I thought a, you lived in Santee. No, fuck. it's Lakeside. Lakeside. No, I worked. I oh, worked Lakeside. in Santee Farther for. Out. I worked Elkahan. there for a couple of years. But no, it's like to be there, you have to have like you know gun racks on your pickup, and they're very anti-fag and and the Creationist Museum. Well, then I guess we'll just gay it up. The Creationist Museum is in Santee. We'll drop a gay bomb. It's Clanty. Clan team. Oh, somebody said that the other night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really so, rude. It's great to go. We just have to, you know, be aware what of did it. You say? A whole lot of gay. Well, right? and I put one picture of my like, I don't know if you guys saw it, but this with, woman. With, oh yeah. Oh, she was You a, said something about the banjo. She was a she was a three three hundred pounder and uh, <laughs> she was smoking and yelling at her kids standing outside the minivan so she could smoke and yelling at her kids inside of it and it was just it was trash tastic. But it's fun. It's you know, it's like going to the zoo. <laughs> um, but no, Santa's not so bad. It's um, but it was uh, but it was fun, and that was it. Those are my tugs. For well, the, one, right. one for thing the I just one thing I would like to add is just this oh, weekend. If you're looking for something to do, the Gimmins Chorus of San Diego is having a concert this weekend up in La Jolla. So if you want to go, just look up. I don't know the address for their website, but it's, you know, just look up Gimmins Chorus San Diego, and there's a link for tickets. Cool. Aren't there? Aren't there two Gimmins? There is San Diego Gaiman's. There's actually there's there's the Gaiman's course and there's the San Diego Men's course, which actually this last concert was. They totally have night fights if they meet on the street. (gasps) Actually, hold on. I do have some background in that because I was in the San Diego Men's course. They're actually going to. I heard that. I heard that. Are they? And that will last for two weeks. Are they going (laughs) to eliminate eliminate the tribes? Well, the other Um, thing. Well, originally it was one chorus, and then there was some. Huh. A bunch of queens not getting along? Crazy. <laughs> they killed the people who were responsible for the split. The yes. others? Yes, yep. the, the others. others. And they put their heads on sticks <laughs> as a warning to anybody. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. The other thing, actually, this weekend that is starting up our sales for Film Out uh, San Diego. Um, and even though we're on the end of the Film Out Festival schedule in the country, um, people here may not have seen a lot of stuff. And they're premiering something. Um, it's supposed to be some gay Christmas is it movie. Gay? It is gay. It's gay. Yes. And guess and majority yes. of the things are going to be right in my own backyard at the Birch uh, North Park Theater like instead of out in Kensington. Instead of instead of out in Kensington like last time. So cool. uh, yeah, well that's where yeah. it was last year. Yeah. yeah. So this uh, in Kensington. Yeah. No, it was at the oh. Birch. Oh no! Oh, last uh, year it was. Oh, film, the, film out. The stuff I saw was all at the Kensington. Oh, at the Ken. I went and saw it at. Oh, did you? Oh, maybe it's both places. I saw that one that um, I don't know the guy that about. used to play Peter from uh, Queer as Folk. Can't remember his name right now. I wouldn't know it. Played the really okay. flamboyant guy. I saw a mo- I one of the down. movies there with 
him in it where he oh. was playing a gay uncle. Oh, remember? Yeah, we went to go see it. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yes, it was. Um, as a third party observer wow. in this conversation, I'm bored and I'm sitting here. <laughs> Having a I feel really bad. Okay, okay so well, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> on that so note, we are at an wait. hour and Coachella 40 minutes. I would like to say. <laughs> an hour wait, wait, I remembered 40, 40 minutes. minutes more worth of Coachella oh. stories. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Goodbye, Brian. <laughs> oh, shit. Dave, Sorry. God. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. But um, <laughs> pre-nuptial pre-tugs to Sean and Maddie, who are yes, married. Yes. Yes. I'm going up to L.A., yes. so if you're up in L.A., yes. get ready to be fucking 619. Yeah. Nah. And for people who are wondering how they can get married when a property has passed, they actually are already married. This is the official celebration. Oh, they've been married like four times. Yeah. And they've only been together for a few years. But. <laughs> to each other. But this one, they I mean, they officially got married yes. during the time when yes. they could. That small four months when we actually could legally But this marry. is the official ceremony with this friends ceremony. and family yes. and whatnot. A few years ago, it seemed like yes. the end of the world. Now it seems just like the beginning. Okay, we really need and to do And it's what Carol Brady said on their wedding yes. day. Okay, that's fine. For you, Please, me, and the whole yeah. wow, blue and Brady And, Brian, okay, and from a third party observer, I am poor. We are done. All right. Okay. So this is Brian. Bye, Bye, Brian. Brian. Bye, me. And this is JP. Bye, Bye, JP. This is Dave. Goodbye, Dave. Dave. This is Justin. Goodbye, Goodbye, Justin. Justin. (laughs) Why didn't we call you Justin? Goodbye, Goodbye, Justin. Justin. (laughs) 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 And after. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! It's ten.